Hey, this is David Rosales, singer-songwriter. Check out my new album, Brave Ones, available now. You're listening to the We Podcast, and we know things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 91 of We Podcast and We Know Things, the single source for all of your nerdy news in gaming, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. We're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time. If you're new to the podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button on all of your podcast services like iTunes and CastBox, and while you're at it, please leave us a rating and review. It's the easiest, it's the cheapest way to help us grow, and it takes all of two minutes. We're now on Spotify and tune in just so you know but my name is greg hall and alongside of me as almost always the best damn voice in the business samatoro maximum effort <laughs> i was gonna i was thinking you're gonna do some chimichanga bullshit i love no, it no no chimichangas today i love it we have a jam-packed show for you today including our deadpool 2 spoiler free it'll be completely spoiler free you do not have to scrub it all uh impressions we have um some interview hype we want to get out to you our Again, we changed the format of the show to put the big stories up front, so we have the uh, some solo reviews, we have some huge Pokemon on Nintendo Switch leaks, um, and then a new live-action show for the DC streaming service. Before we start with gaming tonight, movies and TV have started the show for the past month plus, so it'd be nice to start with gaming tonight, move into uh, movies, then TV, and then a pick of the week. There is no music section uh, this week outside of some interview hype that we have to discuss. But like we said a minute ago, leave us the rating, leave us the review. It is the easiest, it is the cheapest way to help us grow the show. And boy, uh, we ask and you guys listen. Yeah, it's the truth. I, I, it's it's tough to even believe sometimes, you know. Coming from we had zero ratings for what seems like forever, and then all of a sudden we get you know the little bump. You you need a certain amount of ratings in order to like qualify so we had them we just didn't have enough uh and now uh because of everybody out there we have uh 21 total reviews all five stars so thank you all very very much we have five of them to read four from itunes which seems to be the more popular platform to leave us the rating in the review uh, which again we really appreciate it hell i haven't checked since yesterday afternoon so maybe we have another one um, and then we have another cast box comment i love the cast box app for that we have a really cool uh, partnership going with them right now but i love that they have a comment system as opposed to the, the star rating and you can like like the comments and everything awesome. it's it's a cool way to interact because on iTunes, we can't reply to the reviews, but on CastBox, we can and we do. We reply to every review that we get on there, but we have another CastBox review to read. It's got two likes, which is really cool, um, but Thomas Chisholm, for the second week in a row, just got done listening to the interview with John DeCrosta. What I love about the interviews you guys do that <clears throat> is that you can take someone I've never heard of, like John or The Insights, and make it a great listen for me. I do not know half of what you guys are talking about, <laughs> but somehow I'm still entertained. Simply amazing. Wow. Keep it up. Uh-huh. Thomas. That was very kind of you, Thomas. Yeah, thank you very much. We do not know Thomas IRL, uh, so it is very nice to have just somebody out there who we found via this CastBox yes. partnership. Um Dude, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Keep them coming. Uh, and then we have four, count them, four iTunes reviews. I'm pulling them up right now. We might have more. I don't know. Let's see here. And I, I didn't know that you can't comment on the iTunes one. No, we can't, unfortunately. Well, we have to write in iTunes and ask a little suggestion box or something <laughs> here. All right, here we go. Let's see. Nope, just still... Uh, just still the four, but that's awesome. So let's go ahead and read these ones here. Uh, we're going to read them all verbatim because why the hell not? 
Um, let's see. I think we've read that one. Oh, no, we did not. Okay, here we go. Uh, we read the one that said great stuff. Keep the content coming. Here's one from Tremolay, which is five stars, and it is solid. Here is the piece. It's pretty tough to find an independent podcast that has the trifecta, good audio quality, engaging banter, and relevant content. I'll just make two suggestions. Get to the topic of your episode sooner. This will get listeners, especially new listeners, engaged right away. Keep the Patreon updates, personal stories, reviews, ads, etc. for later in the episodes. New listeners won't care about this stuff until they're more invested in your podcast. Also, editing. I know it's time-consuming, but dead air, bodily functions, which we yeah, love, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the like can stand out. Try to clean up the dialogue a bit. I hope the critiquing has taken well. Again, really like your show. You've gained a frequent listener. Thank you very much. Appreciate the feedback. Yeah, and it's, it's always good to hear because we, we know we make a probably, at least me personally, I know I do a million different things that you're probably not supposed to do. So it's good to hear that. You know, <laughs> it's, it's good to hear a good critique. Yeah, we uh, we do advertise the show as if we record live. So when I do post, it takes me about an hour, 15 minutes. I go through the episode. I clean up extra, like extra long dead air. I clean that up. I try to clean up any bumps in the table like this. I try to clean that kind of stuff up because uh, we do hit the table with our arms and legs and cats. Cats are walking around yeah. the studio. So stuff like that. Um, we keep all the bodily functions, the coughing and the stuff in there just to keep it as if it was live. We don't want to take the production. Not seriously. Obviously, we want to take it seriously. But we don't want to not make this fun. Yeah. So that's kind of how we advertise it and keep it that way. Appreciate the feedback. It honestly means a lot. Um, thank you. We also have Senator Acadia, five stars. Title is Good Stuff. Uh, I gave the show a try and found the show to be well-engineered and flow pretty good. The hosts are entertaining, and the initial listen made me a subscriber. Listening to a couple more prompted me to review. That is Senator Acadia of Strangeful Things, the Strangeful Things podcast. Uh, they are... I listened to two episodes. They're awesome. They talk about like cryptics and like the Jersey Devil and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I so, have to check that yeah, out. So I love that stuff. Yeah, me too. So, Strangeful Things. Thank you very much for that review. Really appreciate it. Mr. Haru1985. Fantastic podcast for gaming. This is also five stars. Really solid podcast with great production and hosts who know how to keep the convo going. This is definitely what I look for in stuff relating to games and movies too. Please never stop doing these episodes. Well, I mean, we, we never planned to stop, so yeah. we'll we're, do our best. We're a little less than two years into this gig. It'll be two years in July. Um, but, yeah, we never planned to stop. That is uh, the special stage podcast. So um, thank you very much. They actually gave us a shout-out on their episode last week. I let you listen to a little bit yep. of it. Um, so thank you to the special stage podcast. Go check those guys out. Really good podcast for gaming and humor. Really good dudes and girl. Uh, the last review we have for you today, I have to hit more because it's a little lengthy. Uh, I did not show you this one. Oh my yet. goodness. It's a nice paragraph. <laughs> I did not show you this one yet. This is also five stars. This one's called This Show Has Had Me Hooked with an exclamation point. As a relatively new podcast listener in general, I made a great decision on making this show the first that I listen to regularly. I decided to start listening to the show from episode one and have been extremely entertained. God bless you, sir. God bless you. <laughs> It's something to the similar. We were very topical, so the shit we talked about two years ago is not relevant anymore for the most part, but uh, I'll get to the rest because he actually says why. Uh, 
The content speaks to my inner nerd and the friend co-host connection flows naturally. I am currently on episode 14, only about 90 more to go, but I have already found myself joining Sam and contemplating buying a 3DS since I also have not played Pokemon since Gen 1 or 2 and even stopped listening to your show on multiple occasions in order to finally start watching Stranger Things, The Killing Joke, and Pokemon Origins instead of just just skipping the spoilers so I can keep listening without missing anything. Also, as a huge wrestling fan, I can't help but love Greg addictions to some of the wrestling oh i'm sorry additions additions <laughs> of some wrestling talk mixed in so far all in all i love the show and only look forward to catching up to the current episodes wow we got a long way to go that was awesome that is from the apron work podcast a newer wrestling podcast um from some really good dudes like six mics are on that show okay. uh, not microphones i mean the dude's <laughs> names are mike um but really funny cool show i really like it they do it different they don't just recap raw and recap smackdown they actually have a wrestling topic they bring to the table every episode like your favorite stables your favorite factions your okay. favorite tag teams the worst this the best that and that's what they talk about the whole time it's really cool, that's cool. it's a different kind of wrestling podcast so check out the apron work podcast but like we said we're going to read every one of these yeah, good or bad and you know write us back let, let us know what you think of stranger things or you know the killing joke yeah you can tweet us at we pod and we know so just all one word at we pod and we know uh you can comment on our instagram or heck dm us a couple people have dm'd us uh recently actually this past week with some comments and stuff so that's at we podcast and we know things all one word again at we podcast and we know things heck you can comment on our facebook right on our facebook timeline or wall if they still call it that uh <laughs> type in we podcast and we know things uh, that's the only one that has spaces we podcast and we know things uh in the search bar there or just facebook.com slash we podcast and we know things um trying to think where else you can hit us up on heck listen if you want to become a patron on patreon feel free to do so because that has a community post wall as well where you can post things to just us or just the other patrons or everybody uh patreon's a really cool thing where um you subscribe to us at a certain dollar amount and we give you really cool rewards in the back end um so feel free to, to do that as well we actually have um we actually have a reward tier where you get shouted out for a five dollar up tier uh which is really neat we have those shout outs in a second we had four last week we have seven this week we had three patreon subscribers this We're week climbing up the ladder this is insane yeah, it th- really is yeah we cannot thank you guys enough for all of the patreon support shit for all the support in general yeah. i don't care if it's a comment uh on our instagram on a random post that it lights up our day so thank you very much for any engagement and support you guys showed the show um we really do appreciate that very true yeah so it's patreon.com slash guess what we podcast and we know things. All one word. Patreon.com slash we podcast and we know things. Here are this week's Patreon shout outs. Uh, at the $5 tier, we have Mike Forward, AF Logdog, Bradley Epstein, Jay Sanford 9482, and our new patrons, Rob Harding, Sam Reimer, and at the $10 and up tier, Alan Santos. Uh, I said when you... Get a Patreon. If you'd like us to shout out your Twitter or Instagram or whatever the case may be, just let us know and we'll do that. So Sam Reimer has actually chimed in and said, hey, can you guys shout out my Twitch page? I'm a new Twitch streamer. 
Dude, of course we of can. Course. Oh so Asian on Instagram. Uh, it would be twitch.tv slash my knife your life. All one word, but your is you are. So it's M Y K N I F E U R L I F E. So twitch.tv slash my knife your life for some Twitch streaming goodness because we can't do it anymore. Yeah, so. Shout out to you, Sam. You demand. Yeah, so thank you there. And Alan Santos as well, our $10 patron. Not only are we about to shout out all of his shit. But he gets to do a custom top three. So our top three this week is brought to you by Alan Santos. And I'll admit, I did like the change of you know us because we always go down to the last minute. And it was nice to have Alan kind of pick it nice and early. It was, it was on Tuesday. It we was had different. our top three exactly. done already. That was actually – it is refreshing to have somebody else and pick he, And it was a great three. topic also. It, it is a really cool topic. We'll get to it in just a little bit. It is top three music biopics because the Freddie Mercury Bohemian Rhapsody uh, trailer came out, the first one. And we saw it again. And we saw it again Deadpool. last night when we saw Deadpool. And it was f- phenomenal. It looks great. So yeah. we're going to do top three biopics. But Alan Santos. Our ten dollar patron is Mr. Santos twenty four on Twitter, Mr. Santos twenty four on Instagram, and he was Mr. Santos on Twitch, but he changed his name. He knows how I feel about this one, but I'm gonna say uh-huh. it anyway. It's twitch.tv slash terrorizing. Terrorizing. Terror. Okay. okay, okay. T-E- no, I like it. I like it. T e r r a. R Y Z I N terrorizing. I like it. I like it. All one word. Twitch.tv slash terrorizing. T E R R A R Y Z I N. Alan, dude, thank you so much. And all of our $5 patrons, thank you as well. <clears throat> we really, really, really appreciate it. And I was going to say, you know, Alan, you know, Greg's a little butthurt. He can't. He can't speed run anymore until he gets his new laptop. I'm still, so he's yeah, I'm still <laughs> speed running. I'm just not streaming it. I had a uh, run yesterday, my first run in my 30s, by the way. <clears throat> Happy belated. Thank you. Uh, first run in my 30s for Super Mario. <clears throat> the lost levels as Luigi on Super Nintendo would have been good for 13th in the world. Damn. Yeah. Like one death, perfect. All Shame it doesn't count. Would have been good for 13th in the world as does not. It does not count at all. Zero. It's like it never happened. <laughs> but I'm putting it out there in the podcast world that, um, oh, somebody said that, uh, I think it was actually Oso oh Asian. It was uh, Sam. He said, well, he DM'd us on Instagram to just say thanks for you know everything yeah. and um, talking about Patreon and stuff. And he said, "Yo, you guys got us, got me into speedrunning, so thank you." So that's that, that's cool. Yeah, and that's cool. all you. You're the speedrunner. Hey, whatever. I really appreciate everybody out there. Remember to go hit their Twitches up, follow everybody on Instagram, but thank you to everybody on the Patreon shoutouts. But we do have an awesome partnership with CastBox. Uh, they're an application. You go right to our Instagram or our Twitter into our link tree, and where you click into our link tree, which is like the link in our bio, it'll actually have listen to the podcast and listen to the podcast on iTunes. If you just hit the listen to the podcast button, it will automatically take you directly to our cast box page. You can download the app. You don't have to log in. You don't have to make a name or anything like that. You can just use this app as your podcast player. It's clean. It's neat. It's awesome. We have a really cool partnership and we thank the great folks at CastBox. And if you know, you check my Instagram, Stampede21589, you hit my profile, the link's right there. You can everything patron podcast facebook twitter everything's right there yeah it's really cool and we also have an episode that's coming out monday so you're hearing this on uh saturday may 19th shout out to anthony pino happy birthday dude uh happy we birthday, brother. Uh, we have an episode coming out monday that we did last monday so it feels like forever yeah. ago um, but we did an episode with david rosales who played in philly last night so americana singer songwriter sad david we rosales. couldn't make it sad we couldn't make it we we did see deadpool 2 it was my yeah. birthday celebration um so we couldn't make it, but really cool that uh, David came on the show. We talked for an hour. 
He's yeah. really neat. Told some awesome stories. Awesome stories. He's a really good dude. He's out in L.A. or Huntington Beach, actually. It's the O.C. Um, really nice guy. Tell, told a lot of really cool stories about, you know, cross-country touring and, I mean, existentialism. It was really neat, the whole thing. So check that out Monday. He's a really good guy. He has a new a- uh, album called Brave Ones out now. He's doing the supporting tour cross-country. He's going to be on the road for a little bit through the end of May and then going back out in, like, October, coming back to Philly. So if you check that interview out, um, the, all the links will be in our episode description for that that you can, like, click on and find the tour dates if you want to go support him. Buy the record. Go see him uh, live. Really worth it. Really good dude. Excited to have him on. But also a thank you to John DeCrosta for coming on the show last week because that episode's tracking really well, and also it's freaking hilarious. And I'm so happy that we found the Command & Conquer Theory's Revenge we found that they didn't use his Stallone, but it was his Arnold and um, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, yep. So anybody who listened to that episode, yes, when he said, guys, can you send us the Yuri's Command and Conquer? We made it a mission, and we did it. We found it. We sent it to him, and he's forever grateful. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. He's on a cruise ship right now, I think, as we speak. And, and when I was watching that, like, you know, the, the scenes, because it was like a nine-minute video, and I was like, damn, this really makes me want to play Yuri's Revenge. <laughs> but, yeah, it's awesome. Thank you, John, for coming on. Thanks for tweeting out the uh, episode. We always are extremely appreciative when our guests tweet or Instagram or Facebook out the episode. It truly does mean a lot and, to us. And check him out, guys. He is hilarious. Yeah, very sexy. Very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last like uh, housekeeping item before we get to the trivia is we are going to be in the next two weeks on June 2nd we're going to be doing our big E3 episode because um, coming fast I know Jesus. I know E3's in three weeks and so uh, in two weeks, we're going to do our big episode. You saw this past week on our Instagram. I put out a picture of like PlayStation, and I said, give us your PlayStation E3 predictions. I'm going to be doing the same this week for Xbox and then early next week for Nintendo. That way, when we do our predictions for E3, we can include yours. So keep a lookout or go back and comment on, but keep a lookout for the predictions posts that we're making or just go to our Instagram page, find them and, and comment on them. We'll read all of the predictions on the air uh, for E3 straight from you guys, our listeners portion. So we'll have myself, Sam, we may try to have a guest on the show as well to help us out uh, with the E3 predictions, but we couldn't do it without you. So go ahead and leave those predictions. But Sam, it is time for trivia. It is 0.5 to 0. You are our two-time defending champion as I try to take the throne from you. Yeah, I figure you, you, you need a win here, brother. Oh, fuck you. And- <laughs> and, 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 and I didn't get this question until after I got home from the movie last Same. Time. <laughs> you oh, got your gosh. question about two in the morning. So, who appeared, who appeared first in comics, Deadpool or Cable? I feel like that's so obvious, but also... It, it, dude, it, it's... It, it's funny. It's a 50-50 shot. You can't, you can't get easier Is this that. like they appeared in the same issue, but no, Deadpool was on the same it's page? Not, it's, not the same, it's not the same book. I'll say that. All right. That's, that's all I give you. Deadpool. Final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it was so no, obvious. Dude, Cable, New Mutants 87, mm-hmm. Deadpool, New Mutants 88. 88. <laughs> okay, fine. It's X- a 50-50 shot. X-Force, New Mutants 100. Okay. What year? In what year did it come out? So that was... I have two years. It's It's one or the other. It's just how fast did they do issue 88 and when did... It come out. Schnikey, schnikey, schnikey. The X-Force debuted in New Mutants 100. When did that? I don't need a month, just a year. 
It, it's 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 two years. I because I, I I wrote the year that these came out. All right, say the two years. I won't look. No. See if you're even no. close. No, I I know it's it's. He right doesn't there. want to let the listeners know if he's wrong. That's all. All right, I'll 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 take a chance here. Uh-oh. I'll go ninety-one. Final answer. Yeah, you are correct. For a bonus half point, what month? I'll give you a bonus half point to bury me by a February, April. Close. April 1991. Sam is now up one to point five in our race to eleven. Win by two. If you're like Greg, how the hell do you have point five? If you ask for the multiple choice, you get point five. Sam put me in a corner there. I couldn't ask for multiple choice on his question because. He does that kind of shit. It's a 50 But we did see Deadpool 2 last night. We have our big stories up front. Um, we saw it at 9 o'clock in IMAX 2D. Yeah. Didn't get home till post about 1 o'clock. When, when you text me like, oh, so you're, oh, I got tickets. It's 9 o'clock. I was like, oh, in the morning? Oh, no, at night. It was like, ooh, <laughs> God, I hope I stay awake. We're, we went with uh, my wife, Ashley, and our friend Ryan Popejoy. And Ryan texted me yesterday, and he's like, what time are you getting there? I said, well, what, what time are you getting there? He said, 7.45. I said, you get there at 7.45, pal. You have a great wow. time with that. Uh, it's a 9 o'clock movie. He goes, oh, okay then. Never mind. Well, there uh, was the carnival there. I thought maybe he was going to hit the carnival. Yeah, we did. We did hit the carnival for about five minutes. Uh, we walked in. You texted us that you were here. So grad, we got grad funnel cake. cake and left. <laughs> Ash got cotton candy and two candy yeah. apples. Uh uh, Poacher got a funnel cake. I just sat there like a schmuck. And I just had some of his funnel cake. <laughs> <laughs> While we're standing in this giant line to get in the theater. True. Uh, we saw it in an AMC, um, 9 o'clock, IMAX 2D, really hype. The trailers, though, before we get into like the movie, this is going to be all spoiler-free impressions. Um, I have the review for IGN. We'll read that and then do our normal, hey, yeah. do you agree with the IGN review? Um, it is tracking for a $350 million opening weekend, and it did have an $18.6 million Thursday, which is the highest for an R-rated film ever. That Whew. beat it by $5.1 million. Dude, the superhero hype 13. is real. Yeah, it was $13 million. This is definitely going to take over Avengers Infinity War. Infinity War is only going to have a couple weeks at the top yeah. spot, which it deserves more. Yeah. But And like... I kind of just lost my train of thought. Yeah, I did. Well, Avengers n- probably not going to be the highest grossing film of all time now with Deadpool tracking so well. It's well, going to take a little steam away from it probably. Yeah, and I'm going to lose a dollar. I was I was going to say, I just remembered. It was, the first Deadpool had a, like a 60 or $65 million budget. Now this one had $110 million, So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, they put more money into it. So there was way more action in there. You could tell that yeah. it had a $110 oh, million dollar budget. Yeah. Um but the previews, none of the previews besides Ant-Man lined up with what I expected for this. We saw The Purge. We saw The Predator. We saw some basketball yeah. movie with Shaq with their yeah. old people, yeah. Uncle Drew. Yeah, we, I forget what else we saw, but none of it really lined up with what I – oh, Venom. The actual Venom trailer said so that does line yeah. up. but. I wasn't expecting that. I was expect. Oh, we saw another Mission Impossible trailer. But so, I, I, like, that's it. Like every, like any new movie you see, yeah. Mission Impossible's yeah. there. I think there was one or two more. They were forgettable for me, so I don't remember them. Um, one of them. Oh, was that movie where the guy's like a telemarketer? It's like, did I bother you? I think it's called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that reminded that, me. It did nothing. To that me. reminded me of Two for the Money, but telemarketing. Not yeah, you, sports you said that. I was like, eh, that's a stretch. It's, a, it's just like a, the story of it. Yeah. Guys from nothing comes up and becomes the best at his craft in something. Yeah. I just thought it was yeah. right. similar in in tone, um, and but try to be more funny. It was weird too. Um, a lot of peyote they were smoking when they yeah, when something. they made that film. Something. Uh, and then the movie starts and. The opening credits again. It's opening credits another were, funny. Were, it's another it was cool. Funny. Deadpool wins all the time for like opening credits. Um, he uh, 
he goes through this life altering event and you see why and really funny x-men call and they did a lot of x-men callbacks to this one yeah a lot more than you thought there's there's i don't even want to hint at the jokes because i want no. you guys to hear for the exactly. first time yeah this this is going to be tougher to spoil because you want to say the joke but you yeah, don't want to ruin yeah. so that, that's why joke. when we did more yeah. spoiler episode we'll, be, we'll go into detail we will do a spoiler episode next week but we apologize in advance for it being really vague we're going to be like the character goes on in arc to do something for someone but we can't tell you because you should experience it, it yourself here's what ign had to say Deadpool 2 eventually draws its desperate elements together. <clears throat> Excuse me, desperate elements together, gains momentum and pushes towards something more closely resembling a traditional finale. In keeping with the rest of the movie, it's still fairly small scale and character focused, and surprisingly, it's emotionally effective too. Despite the character's trademark flippancy, there's a real unexpected warmth to Deadpool 2. Not only does the sequel explore its flawed character, it firmly establishes him as a lovable and effective hero. Although it runs short on plot, Deadpool 2 delivers a sequel that's crasser, gorier, and funnier than its predecessor. 8.0? 7.8. Really close. 7.8 out of 10. Do you agree with the review on the whole? Um, I For the most part, I, I think it sounded about right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree. <laughs> it, was, it was probably... Uh, I would say it's almost just as funny because I, I laughed my ass off I thought it was the funny. first one. I thought it was funnier. Um, I thought the jokes that missed missed hard, but uh, I thought the jokes that yeah. hit hit hard. But it, but that was I felt like the more jokes missed there were more here, jokes yes than the first one. I felt like they more they hit more. But there were more jokes in this one. Yeah, they okay. went from yeah. they made everything yeah. into comedy. You had this crazy emotional opening scene, and then the opening credits. Literally right afterwards, you have the funny words on yeah. the screen of who did yeah. this and who directed this. So they immediately take you they. They attempt to hurt your feelings or make you feel something and then try to lift you up right away. And that's a pretty yeah. constant theme throughout the film. I'll tell you one thing I did love about the movie. Josh Brolin. He killed it. I thought he was awesome. As Thanos, Cable. Cable, he is now the go-to friggin' villain kind of in the X-Men – or not the X-Men, the MCU yeah. or Marvel in, in general. He's badass, man. He was a great Cable. And I feel – yeah, whether I'm watching him as Thanos or Cable, I think he d- does both great. Yeah. I heard him in an interview say he prefers the Thanos role. I guess there was just maybe more to it. Mm-hmm. But, I, hey, they got my money. I might even see it again. The – I think the twist of the movie, there's a couple. I think they're, you, you can see them coming, but they're still, you, you wonder to yourself, okay, it's Deadpool. They can literally do anything they want. Will they pay it off? And it, it does. Uh, for the most part, things get paid off. I think, uh, overall, it had, I, I do agree with the part of the review where it said it is emotionally kind of uh, gripping yeah. and it is still character focused, even though we do get introduced to a cable and the X-Force and that kid from the trailer. And, you know, there's there's a couple even more characters that they don't announce that come in and make an appearance. And even though they, they, they do have those elements in the film, it is smaller focused. It is character based. They're trying to build the characters up. And it's not on that crazy huge scale of like an Infinity War yeah. where there's just so much going on. It's not the end of the world. It's not. Yeah. And every action scene, it's almost it almost boils down to one-on-one fights, yeah. which are all really, really good. But um, when you have one of the directors of John Wick, I mean, you expect right. the action is going to be awesome. Right. And and you had um, <clears throat> Colossus, right? Colossus, yeah. the metal guy. He he comes back. He's really good in it. Um, I mean, you know that from the trailer. You know, all the other ones. Megasonic, Teenage Warhead. She's, she's there really good. Again. And, you know, it's, there, there's a couple good things added to the movie that they 
I think they did a great job of keeping everyone in the dark. They sure did. And thank God that I, I like yesterday, I avoided basically all social media. I didn't want no spoilers. Yeah, same. And thank God. And guys, real fast, don't stay <clears> till <throat> the end credits. There's no end credit. There is one, like... There's n- technically five, but there's one, and then it goes, like, four quick ones. Yeah, and then, like, that's it. Don't stay till the end because yeah. you'll waste your time like we did. Once you get past what you think is going to be the best end credit scene, you can get yeah. up and go. Yeah. You do not have to stay past... When the credits are scrolling slowly at the very end, you're good to get up at that yeah. point. There is nothing else after what you already know is going to be, which was to me one of the best end credit scenes of all time. Yeah, it I, tied I, the room together no, like God. Big Lebowski's rug. Okay, <laughs> it, even again, it's the opening credits were freaking hilarious. The ending was hilarious. It's definitely worth a watch in theaters. Definitely. Yeah, I would say uh, they did the X Force really well. They kept that character base, which is cool. I didn't expect a lot of the twists and turns that happened with and, that. And I feel like they just like the, it's like the they barely even showed us like the you know what I mean? Like it was like mm-hmm. the tip of the iceberg before like we'll get the full X Force. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to who see is, who is your favorite character in the film besides like Cable and Deadpool? Since you have those two are kind of the main characters, who was your favorite besides that? I pro- I'd probably go. I'd probably go Domino. Same. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. Domino. Yeah, she was she was a badass. She was a badass. Yeah. And she, she, there was a really good fight scene between her and Cable um, pretty early after she gets introduced to the film. And I thought that it was very well filmed and, and shot, by the way. Um, the editing was a little quick in pace, but that's okay. Like a lot of jump cuts. and Not jump cuts. Well, a lot of quick all cuts. crazy action scenes like yeah. that. And, you know. It was... You could tell, like I said earlier, the budget was higher. They put a lot more production value in the fight scenes. There was an all-CG fight scene between two characters yeah. that they even call out as a fourth-wall joke. Really funny, but that was even really well done. Yeah, I honestly, and I mean this with all sincerity, and I know that it's probably an unpopular opinion, but I saw the first half of Black Panther. It recently came out on Blu-ray. I bought it. We watched it. Um, we're falling asleep, so we turned it off. It was late. It was 10.30. <laughs> uh, I thought the CG in Deadpool 2 was much better it was than better Black, Black Panther. Panther. Black okay. Panther CG reminds me of early 2000s Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Wow. It's floaty. And, it's fucking weird. And, and they, it's part of my And they my have language. a lot of... I think they had like a $200 million budget on Black Panther. So they, they yeah. dropped a lot of money. Yeah, and, and they just... It just looks... If you rewatch Black Panther, especially closer it up on the TV... It just got on Blu-ray, which I might yeah, have to. It's, it's, watch them. It's, it's weird. You can tell it almost looks... It looks shiny and jelly and just kind of floaty. I don't know. It, it's not like it's bad. It's just noticeable. Deadpool 2 did a really good job with the CGI. I would I say real quick, if you guys want to watch like a 20-second like clip, it's Michael B. Jordan getting interviewed. And like the yeah. interviewer was like, what kind of forever does like the arm motion? And he doesn't reply. And she goes, what kind of forever? He's like, I wasn't born in Wakanda. <laughs> I, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, he's from Oakland. Yeah. But uh, really cool in Deadpool 2 with the – um, the way they tie it together at the very end, I kind of, you know, what, without again spoiling it, the ending was predictable, but also not predictable. What did you kind of think of, of the way they tied the story up last night? I mean, I, I thought it was okay, you know, without yeah. dragging along because the movie was two hours. I feel like it there was like one it was scene like a, of it drug a little bit longer. I thought I th- there was another moment. I thought that drug off a little too long, but uh-huh. that's, that's fine. Uh-huh. I think that's just Ryan Reynolds does his always quippy stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I like the ending overall, you sure. know, of, to me, like they say, oh, is there a next one? I think there's always going to, as long as the money is making money, maybe give Ryan Reynolds a year or two off to do some other movies rather than jump back in his Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Let him get get something else under his belt. But well, We know that the, the X-Force film is going to be written in 2018. I don't think it's going to be what you expect after you see this movie. Yeah. Um, but that's not, has, that has not been 
started yet, the script yet. So they're waiting for this film particularly to kind of kick in and let people digest it before they start to do the script for that because then rumors will come out and it might spoil things for the film. Plus there's character arcs and character this and that and the other that you might not expect from the X-Force that are probably are and are not going to make it into the X-Force film um, as we go forward. Deadpool 3 is kind of left wide open. Ryan Reynolds has said, I don't know if there's going to be a Deadpool 3. They make fourth wall jokes in the trailer. You don't do a third one. You just end after the second one. And you can kind of see that. Uh, I thought Dopinder had a um, really predictable but good character arc. He had a lot more presence. He had a couple scenes. Yeah, more presence in this one than the first one. Who was your least favorite character? Uh, My least favorite? Um... I don't like. I, I didn't even go in there like someone like ah this guy. I don't like this guy. Like no, no mine, one's. Mine was the JT Miller character. I forget his name. TJ Miller. Whatever. Weasel. I see. I his jokes. I was cracking up. I, I thought his parts were funny. I, I his I, stick is the same joke every time. But you I, look like. I feel like they cut a lot of his scenes out though. There was a scene that him and Cable were in together, just the two of them, where you kind of like, how did he get there? I would have liked to have seen how okay, yeah, the yeah, two yeah, of them yeah, got yeah. into that situation. They probably cut yeah. that. Or they probably did the reshoots and added it and didn't have time to do Some, yeah, something, something else. Some, I just feel like some of the scenes were taken out. before. The, they did a lot of reshoots for the film, and they said that there was a lot more cable. We talked mm-hmm. about that months and months ago, how they were doing reshoots yeah, to add more Josh cable. cable. And Domino. And even after the cable reshoots, I was like, hmm, I wonder which of this was a, re- a reshoot. And probably all the scenes where he's alone with someone are reshoots. There's a part where he's looking in a mirror. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely a reshoot because it was almost like – the tone of that scene was kind of it off. It from kind of reminded me of Terminator. Yeah, yeah like totally. Yeah. Um, and I, but I would say his character. How did you feel about the kid? Like, I, I would, I would probably say him. If you said, if yeah. I had to pick my least, probably him. Just like, uh, okay. Yeah, he was I, okay. I don't, really, don't really care about him or his power. Like, I really don't didn't really care about it. Yeah. But I understood the story of him trying to, you know, whatever. It's, they but, make fun of his name the whole movie, yeah, which is funny. Yeah. But. Uh, he's in another movie that's really popular. I can't remember what, but he also plays an orphan in that. Oh, wow. And they're saying like, oh, you're playing I the same character. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Just because they're orphans does not mean they're the same character. Exactly. This guy has mutant powers yeah. in this one. He does not have mutant powers in any other movie. I can assure you that. But he was okay. Yeah. I think that when he tried to do his comedy scenes or when he was like doing this and that yeah. – it, that's what it didn't to me they missed me. a little bit. That's yeah. why I don't know. Sometimes I feel like the first one. Might, that's why I want to give the second one a rewatch because I watched the first one a few times. And mm-hmm. I, I still laugh. Ashley also thinks the first one is better yeah. on initial view. I do enjoy Deadpool two more. Uh, Deadpool two has a lot more. I, I want to say more action. There's I just more say, action. There's more action, but there's also more heart. Like there's more emotion. There's more realism. There are parts that are almost fucked up. Again, no, part of my language. Yeah, no, it, there's definitely they hit some. They hit me. You some, know what I mean? Parts scenes. where I'm like, okay, let yeah. me look at my phone because I, I don't, I don't want to see this. I want to be Cause distracted because you're not used to. Of like you don't expect Deadpool to kind of go into that, right? Yeah. But it was different. I, I, I liked it. A lot of, lot of, lot of X Men jokes. A lot of. Yeah. Marvel jokes. He made fun of Hawkeye. Don't and worry, other there's, characters. there's DC jokes yeah, in there. Made fun of DC. They, he made fun of everything. Everything's Christ. kind of in play. He kind of them. like does a little bit. Like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'll mess with DC a little bit. I'll mess with Marvel. I mess with myself. You know yep. what I mean? Like, it's like, like almost like you don't take yourself seriously type of deal. Yeah, yeah. That, that I liked. Yeah, they uh, they do have a couple callbacks from the first film. They actually pay the joke off in this one. Little subtle things, if you kind of remembered. Um, 
gory, violent. Oh, like, God, yeah. That's all and, there. And, and parents out there, young, this is not for young kids. This even, is a hard R. Even though they do say in the beginning, it's a family yeah, film. <laughs> no, it's if your kid is at least like 12, 13 under, maybe he just skip this one for a little bit. 13? That's a little gracious. Oh, I, I just figured 13 <laughs> on eighth grade, kind of like. Yeah, you know. you, yeah, people getting sliced up and. You know, the thing about I mean, Black the video Panther... video games nowadays, like, that's right, if, especially if they're playing God of War or something yeah. like that. The thing about Black Panther was you see the Michonne character spearing everyone, slitting throats, and, but there's no blood. Yeah, no blood. The, the dude gets shot in the back of the head that's, running away. No blood. That's how they keep their PG-13 rating. Exactly. This one, a hard there's, there's blood. Yeah, and it's, it's a hard R. It is definitely a hard R. I would say, dude, at a certain point of this movie, I was enjoying it more than I was enjoying Infinity War. I'm not there yet. Yeah. Definitely not there yet. This is right behind Infinity War in terms of my favorite movies I've seen. That's this why year. I need to I need to see it twice. I think I'm seeing it tomorrow again with Neil Mon. So mm-hmm. maybe it, to me, my favorite viewing is the second viewing because mm-hmm. you pick up on the Easter it's, eggs exactly. you didn't pick up before. Now I can kind of like pay attention else. You know, I can look more different on the screen, see if I missed this Easter mm-hmm. egg, missed that. So I did enjoy my first viewing of Infinity War more than the second one. Uh, maybe the, the the energy in the crowd helped that a little bit. But yeah, of, well, of course. If you're in a good atmosphere, everyone's yeah. loving it, they're cheering. Well, last night we also had the recliner seats, which do make the movie-going experience a lot better. Yeah. Uh, not just, knowing that your seat's there, you don't have to run to the damn theater yeah, and make sure you, oh my God, I'm not the first row. And, yeah, that was really cool. And yeah. somewhere to put your feet up, which is mm-hmm. always nice to do during the movie. So I felt definitely more relaxed during this movie, but I think it deserves the praise it's getting. It's getting a lot of praise. Um, yeah, I think it's got eighty some percent on yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. It's, it's doing really well. It's tracking for a huge opening weekend. It made a lot on Thursday. Um, not as many people. Twitter did a good job of not spoiling this for me. People didn't spoil it. There's not like Thanos snapping your finger memes everywhere for this movie yet. I don't know if there could I, be I'm one. Sure, I'm but, sure there probably is, but I avoided everything. Yeah. I almost went dark that last um, ten hours. There is. There's one scene that I do want to touch on before we end. Um, without spoiling it, is there is a character in this movie introduced, um, this larger than life character that I did not expect to see. They did not make any marketing about this character being in it. Um, it's somebody that you see the kid trying to make a friend with. That was awesome. Yeah, that, that was it was unexpected. There was nothing was leaked. I I, I don't I, remember seeing anything. Leaked I think about I it. might have heard something a while ago, but mm-hmm. like it, I, I just forgot, either forgot or mm-hmm. but it was it was it was welcomed. Ryan Reynolds does the voice. Oh, does he? Yes. Oh, I, I didn't. That's know that. why I wanted to talk about it. Oh, wow, it's really awesome. really cool, and you'll know exactly who we're talking about as soon as you see it. And there's also the uh, soundtrack. Was uh, I can't say the name of the song because the character's name that we're referring to is in it. But they go da 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 mother effer and then holy shit yeah, balls holy yeah. shit instead of like those it was uh, a good big one. orchestrated action scenes. They just say holy shit balls and big orchestrated yeah. scenes. It was really good. It, it got the laughs. Yeah, so definitely worth a watch for me. Worth a watch for it, me. It was, it was even though it was twenty bucks, it was worth it. Worth the price yeah, of admission. It was, Day one buy on Blu-ray. Definitely see you again in movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm like tomorrow. Recommend it. I'm to recommend people oh, God, to see yeah. it. What about? Uh, last thing, recommend for IMAX. Or are you good for regular standard screening, or would you recommend either or. IMAX? Either or. I think I think IMAX is worth it because of the sound me, quality. The, the soundtrack is really whatever good. you can get because a lot of theaters are sold out. Yeah. Whatever you can get, if you can't get IMAX, don't don't think like oh my god, it's going to take away from a movie. It's not. It, yeah, you're, you're going to enjoy maybe a little better, but. I, I, I think you're fine. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Deadpool 2, please go see it. That was our spoiler-free review of Deadpool. We'll have spoilers next week, uh, full spoilers. So hopefully you have a week to see this. But again, we'll time code it out in the description so you can skip the spoiler stuff if you don't 
uh, see it in the next week. We don't want you to not listen to the whole episode. We'll have it time coded in the description. But Solo, the Star Wars story, the reviews are out for that as well. Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, commits to being a charming and fun exercise in repackaging nostalgia and pre-owned <laughs> protagonists. Wow. It's just too bad its script never fully committed to seeing the through Han's arc and those characters who are supposed to have shaped him into the iconic version we all know and love to its preordained end. Solo may not really develop its title character or justify why it needs to exist, but it still does deliver a fun time. Wow. Huh. That last sentence yeah. was the redeeming arc. In this review. 6-5? 7-0. 7.0. I, I felt like they were like, kind of like shitted on it a little bit in the beginning. I was like, oh. It's still tracking for a good opening. Yeah. Uh, it's still made a ton of money in pre-orders. And um, I think that the the show stealer for this film is Lando Calrissian at Donald Glover. Which, which I think everyone has been... I think once we saw the trailer, like what I've heard from everyone is, I'm hyped to see Lando, and that's yeah. you know I'm I'm in that same boat. Yep, a lot of people are. I'm almost are, I think more excited to see Lando than I am, I am. Han Solo. I am, and you know. it's leading to a Lando Calrissian getting his own spinoff film. I forget who reported TMZ yeah, or some, Entertainment Tonight. I mean, again, or if as long as this movie does well, which it is because it's Star Wars, mm-hmm. we're going to get Donald Glover's going to get his own spinoff. It it doesn't have to do well for it to get Lando. They need. They're gonna have Star Wars content every year for the next no, twenty years. It, He's but getting it's, a movie. It's going to do well. Like Star yeah, sure Wars is not going to sell bad. No, it's not. But uh, I think eventually it could. Ten years from now, oh, everybody's tired of it. But but right it's, now it's the spinoff Lando. To. Take my it's money. It's weird because it's May. We got Rogue One in December. Nice. We usually get the main episodes in December. Um, so it'll be. It's weird to see like a spring to summer blockbuster Star Wars. So I'm excited to see how that does tracking wise. That's what in a week or two. It's oh, yeah, and I don't. It's coming fast. You know, he's killing it in Atlanta right now. Land, uh, yeah, Land, I, Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. We're hearing a lot of good things about yep. that show. Um, I don't know the main actor who plays Han Solo. Uh, Chewie, in all the trailers, you see him like almost avoiding that rock and ma- smooching with another Chewie, yeah. a female Chewie, Miss Chewie. But I don't know if I'm going to see this in theaters, man. I'm, I know I'm going to see it in theaters. I, again, especially for, for a podcast, this is always, I think, something good to talk about. Sure. I just... 20 bucks to see a movie I don't well, want to see. see. Well, Maybe we'll just have Sean come on and you guys can talk about it. Well, for me, like, I'll see it earlier, so I'll yeah. only drop the, you know, 8 to 10 bucks. But yeah. I'll facilitate the conversation. I don't think this this won't be a Thursday night viewing. This could be an early Friday morning viewing. For me. <laughs> and that makes all the difference in the world. That's like a $13 that's difference, what I'm saying. though. Exactly. For you. For me, I'm like, eh, that's like a wait till it comes out. And then if you want a drink and a popcorn, they're $17. So you, it's, you, know. you, you pay more for the concessions than the movie ticket. Yeah. This is the world being ass backwards that it is. And the ticket's already expensive as shit. But that I want to see a Lando movie more than I want to see a Han oh, movie. Oh, I agree. We know more about Han than we know about Lando. We know so much about Han. One, I don't want it. And one thing I read was like, it took the guy who, like, whoever did the, like, the review was like, it took me like 30 minutes. Like, oh, that's not Harrison Ford. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay. <laughs> and I, and I kind of see that. I understand that. But I And I made this clear a couple weeks ago when I said, I am not excited to have my vision of Han Solo cemented for me i can no longer use my imagination yeah. for him yeah. and that still bothers me it always will bother me it's the that's why star wars is like hey, well hey maybe you love this movie you don't know it's the franchise that doesn't need a sequel yeah and the or prequel i mean and then the only part of the trailer that excited me was that train battle in the snow where it's going along the side of the mountain oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that part looked badass and i want to see amelia clark because who doesn't yeah, i want I was her literally it was the next thing i was gonna i say. want posters of her throughout and, and my i forget house. woody and i want woody's, woody's cool too. but he's not hot oh. <laughs> amelia clark is well, true <laughs> i want to see amelia clark all the time so 
She is something I'm looking forward to. Woody's something I'm looking forward to. Lando is something I'm looking forward to, but not Han. And that's the problem. He's like fourth on the totem, and it's his movie. (laughs) I might be hyped to see Chewie make out with somebody more. Even the review you read, they kind of said, like, kind of things focus, like, off of Han a little bit. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested. They're going to have my money regardless. I don't know if they're going to have mine, man. We'll see if the Star Wars fanatics... Approve or and and we will definitely get Sean Carcini. Sean, what do you think? <laughs> we will definitely get Sean Carcini's opinion for this. You know, he's our resident Star Wars expert. He's been on the show the second most amount of times to anybody besides Damian Check on the show. So we'll try to have them tied up again. Baby. And Sean coming on this show that'll be a lot of fun. But that comes out in a week or two. Um, so please look forward to the Star Wars. I'm sorry, Solo, a Star yes. Wars story. To me, the biggest story of the week outside of Deadpool was this huge, giant Pokemon on Nintendo Switch leak. Did you happen to see any of it? I did not. Or did you stay away? I Dude, I, like I said, I went dark. Good, because I want your natural reaction, okay. and I want to either talk you off a ledge or agree with you. I want to see okay. how you react to this news. So Emily Rogers, who is a f- pretty well-known, famous Nintendo leaker, she leaked. And she's on Twitter, right? She, uh, she leaked it on Reddit or 4chan, okay. but she leaked <clears throat> saying that this the game will actually be revealed this month, wow. not during E3. So we have, what, two, two weeks, weeks left of May for this to be revealed. So she's predicting. So, so, so you think it's true. We'll get to it the, when, when we go okay. through the stuff. We'll go through it. Um, I, I don't know if these leaks... Are the Switch versions, or could they be 3DS placeholders to get us through to this stuff? Because nothing really says Nintendo Switch on it. To hold you over to until hold it me comes over out until okay. Gen 8 okay. in 2019. To me, I've said it before, Pokemon can absolutely take a week off, or a year yeah. off. I am totally cool with that. See, I don't you, need you Pokemon need, this you year. You beat the last one that came out. <laughs> I don't need Pokemon yeah. this year. And I'm a huge Pokemon yeah. fan, especially coming to Switch where I can play it on my TV. Yeah. I've always wanted to play a main game on my television, not a handheld. So this is the one game I don't want to play on yeah. the go. <laughs> uh, I want to play it in my chair. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm cool with taking a year off. Uh, however, official domains have been purchased of the game's titles by the company that always buys domains for Nintendo. So that does lend credibility to these leaks. So I will go through the leak with you now. uh, And I will go point by point. And you tell me what you think. Okay. These are Pokemon Yellow version remakes for the Nintendo Switch. But there's two versions. Okay. Let's go Pikachu version. And let's go Eevee version. The red and blue characters will play a role in the story, but you and your rival are brand new trainers to Kanto. So we're going back to Gen 1. Which is awesome. Which is for a lot of you guys that are Gen 1ers that like that. That's really cool. Um, Pokemon following you will return. HMs will still be replaced by riding Pokemon from the Gen 7 games. Cool. I like that. There has an online hub for players where you can connect and trade and battle online right at any time during the game. Pokemon Go integration. Uh, yeah. Well, you lost me on that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, some say you catch a Pokemon like you do in Pokemon Go, where you just, if you're playing handheld, you swipe the ball. Oh, okay, that's cool. Or if you have your controller, you kind of flick the controller as okay. opposed to the yeah. typical battle system. I hate that. But still, it, it's different. But it, Pokemon Go is but, like dying. No, the way that you, you had it made, like, oh, upload your Pokemon Go into the like, like, oh, they, I don't know that. I, I don't know I, that. I, okay, it does say it does say 
rewards in game and in go when you link them together. Yes. So maybe you yeah, can I, link I, them together. I lose that already. I don't like that. You don't have a switch either. So yeah, true. even if you did, true. I'm just well. I'm just if I'm acting like I have a switch, like you know, I don't have no go. Gotcha, so. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, new accessories can be used in both games. So I guess like your hats and your backpacks yeah. and your shoes and your shirts. An announcement soon with release this year. Those are all the leaks, and then it came out That's today after release. that the domains okay. were purchased. Why so Pokemon you... Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee dot com are both. But why do you purchased? Why do you, like okay? If you're Nintendo, you just re- like, recently not recently released another Pokemon game for 3ds, like a like a full a full version or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're we, talking about the Sun and Moon? Yeah, Ultra Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. Yeah. Do you really feel like they need to release another Pokemon game like? The same year? They released them in 2017, November. This will be 2018. Yeah, They're doing but, their yearly installments. Yeah, but it's it's right there. I said I can I said I can take the year off. I'm good with it. If they're rebooting Pokemon, I'm okay with it. If you want to scrap the other 700 or 650, I'm good with it. If you want to rebuild from Gen 1, get rid of the and shitty ones over. that mean nothing, and start over with the really good ones... It takes a lot to get 804 Pokemon in your Pokedex. Yeah. No one ever fucking does it. Um, That's a good question. Has anyone ever caught all of it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm six away. That's crazy. So you know someone that's right there. I just don't feel like making the investment to get the other six because yeah. it's difficult. Yeah. There's a reason I didn't get these six. It's really <laughs> difficult. Um, I am okay with going back to Gen 1. I love Gen 1. Of that's course. the f- game yeah. we, we grew up with. We grew Fall up with love. Red and Blue. Yeah. Um, if it has the cool enhancements that the new ones have, like riding the Pokemon, like running, oh my god, I don't want to walk slow like in red and blue again. Like if I can run. If it's an open world map, if the Pokemon are visible on the screen that you're going to run into as opposed to random battles, yeah. that would be friggin' awesome. If I can see – oh, there's a tentacle. I'm not swimming there because I don't need another uh, one. Oh, okay. So if you see the Pokemon on screen, that's cool. That would be, that'd be different. It'd be cool. I'd yeah. like that. I just don't know if I want to catch Pokemon like I do in Go. I want my first experience on Switch to be as close to the 3DS as possible. I want the turn-based battle system. I want to still hit down and B when I go to catch something, even though I know that's a fake <laughs> I, thing. I, I still do that. We still, like, I do, what, too. What I used to play. I just I don't feel like it's real anymore. So I, uh, while I really like and want to believe this i kind of shit man i kind of do i don't know if it's going to be revealed in the next couple weeks if it is obviously we're gonna have a shit ton to talk about but how do you feel about pokemon let's go pikachu and pokemon let's go eevee i mean again i still think it's a little fast let the other game breathe a little bit more to me why would you i guess you want to wait you don't want to i guess waste time at e3 for this Maybe that sense why to release it early before E three, or just to already have it teed up for E three, so you can just show off the things you need to show off and not reveal a big game to take it away from Smash. Yeah. Like if you reveal it now, let's say tomorrow, it gives three weeks of hype, and then by E three you can reveal ten more Pokemon, have a couple more slides or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's a, an HD gameplay video. Boom, nail it out just like that. Then you can say, oh, by the way, Smash Brothers, ten new characters. If you effectively reboot Pokemon, every Smash Bros. Pokemon has to go away outside of Charizard. Because you can't have Greninja. You can't have Lucario. You can't have those. Unless unless they kind of like... 
they're not real if well, they're rebooting the series. Say, unless they pick and choose from like all, let's say 10 games or us, they pick and choose Pokemon. And they pick like a list of 150 or 200 from like all over. Right. And they, that's the new game. Right. So you're in Kanto, but you have 150 it's, Pokemon exactly. from, from all from seven gens. From everything. I think I would like that's that. That's interesting. I would like that rather than just the standard 150. I yeah. think you might give me some, throw a little spice in there, get a little something extra. That's interesting. Um, Christ, I got 800 something to choose from. Yeah. I, I'm, like I said, I'm totally okay. If you want to rethink the way I play Pokemon, I just don't want this to be a side RPG game. I want this to be a main game and I want it to progress towards something. If you're going to reboot all the games that we just spent 20 years playing, but now on the Switch, and you're going to give me next year, you're going to be gold and silver or crystal remakes. Yeah. And then the next year I'm getting Ruby and Sapphire. I don't like Gen 3. Ruby and Sapphire are not my favorites. They're my least favorite Gen. If I'm going to have to play those again. Yeah. It took me a year to beat Omega Ruby. Like, I don't want to do that. I want Gen 8. Yeah. I'm cool with 800. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm not going to catch them. I've reserved to those last six I'm not going to get. And by the way, the other 797 that I have or whatever... I got in my bank on 3DS. I can pull it out whenever I want. I can play them whenever yeah. I want. This is something I'm trying to differentiate myself between the Switch yeah. version and 3DS. Two different worlds, two different universes, two different experiences, big-ass TV, playing in HD with a character yeah. that I can customize. That, that alone is that, that alone is awesome. So you get you – know, now you're a Gen 1 guy, yeah. right? So let's say they just go back to Yellow. They reboot Yellow. Right, See, I never had you're back in Gen One. Fine, but you're back in Gen yeah. One, the 151 that you know and love. It's the exact thing that you want. Who cares if it's Let's Go, whatever? Yeah. Let's Go Hitmonlee Lee version. Who cares? You get that. You get the traditional battle system, and you just basically get to play Yellow in HD on your big screen. Is that enough for you, who does not own a Switch but enjoys Gen One and likes yeah. Pokemon, to go out and get a Switch to play? For me, no. I have a 3DS. I'll, I'll be fine. I don't need to, I, for me personally. I don't need to have to watch it on my TV. I I actually prefer it in my nice handheld. Mm-hmm. I watch enough freaking shows on my damn big screen. My eyes, why my eyes eyesight's going. I think I, I me personally, I'm okay with just the 3DS version. Now, if we don't get a 3DS version of this, and it is Switch only from yeah. moving forward, and your 3DS is effectively done, done, yeah. right? And you only have the, the only old games way to play I probably on. go go out and get it is if I had a child and mm-hmm. they wanted to switch, and then I'd get it, and then. Then, you know, right. it's in front of me now. Right. You know, but I'm not, for me personally, the little bit of gaming I do, I'm perfectly okay with my PS4. Okay. So the combination of Mario, Zelda, Smash, and Pokemon on Switch, not enough for you no. to dive in yet. It's, to me, it's 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 not worth the two, three hundred hours I'd have to put out and get it. Because, mm-hmm. again, I still have my PS4. I played, mm-hmm. what, two games in two years? Right. You know, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a huge gamer. But right. if you are a gamer, oh my God, yeah, you're going to go out, they want to buy this game. I think that to... You know, Especially if you love Pokemon. And that's the thing. We have a lot of friends that say, holy – we just read a review yeah. where the guy said, I haven't played it since Gen 1 or 2. Yeah. This is for him. Yeah. That's my problem with it is what about me? I've been here since yeah. day one. And, 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 and that's kind of another thing. It's like, it. well, I beat seven Pokemon games. Uh, go back to the beginning. I did that when I was 12. Right. Exactly. And I don't want to do that yeah. again as long yeah. as – but there are more people that probably fell off than still are around. Well, we saw how big Go was. Go was a global phenomenon. Yeah. And again, it's – I'm trying not to think about us. I'm trying to think about the younger generation, the kids growing up. That's this is their first time playing Pokemon. Like it's it's almost their turn. Like we had our turn. Damn it, that's so right though. That's a hundred percent accurate. Is yeah. the people that were born in the '90s, you know, the the 
the 94 babies yeah. that were two when yeah. this game came out originally three never didn't they, they, really experience they, they missed it. it we we lived it so it's like it's crazy how there are legitimately people whose first gen was gen 4 gen know, 5 which is crazy and we don't we don't know that no. we're gen 1 yeah. we've been around since the beginning so you're absolutely right if they do reboot it there's a there's a bigger audience of people that have not than that have but i still like i want something for me yeah. the hardcore fan who's been there since 1996 it's 22 years like God damn. Yeah. You know, well, like you may have to wait a little bit longer for you. I'm if if fine, if I knew that Gen 8 on Switch was going to be exclusive to Switch in 2020, I'm getting Gen 8, take 2019 off, but I'm going to get this game this year to get me hype and I'm rebooting yeah. Yellow, fine. Yeah. I don't want any Pokémon Go integration. I hate the names. Yeah, I, I, I Pikachu and Eevee are two of my least favorites. I love that Eevee evolves and all those cool shit. Like nine different things. I love Sylveon. And I like yeah. Leafeon and Glaceon and Jolteon and Vaporeon and all of them. Flareon. Umbreon. I'm missing one. The pink one. I don't remember. Uh, I, I love that. I hate Pikachu. Pikachu piece of shit. I like Raichu. Yeah, I know you're a Raichu guy. Give me a po- Let's Go Scyther edition. I'm all for it. <laughs> uh, uh, but if that's like what I'm going to get until Gen 8 comes on Switch, fine. I'll pay You're my gonna 60. Take it. You're going to take it. I'm going to – whatever whatever game comes out on Switch yeah. that's Pokemon, I don't care if it's pinball. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. I'm going to buy it. I figured it was much. I just don't want Pokemon Go yeah. on my Switch version. That, that, I have a phone yeah, for that. exactly. I don't want it. Well, again, it could be not for us. This is kind of the kids now. Yeah. Because that's what the kids are playing. Sure. It's, it's kind of smart, but for us, it's like ah shit. It's a ca- it's almost like almost like a cash grab. It's, yeah. It's hey, here's what's hot right now. We're gonna integrate into the game. But ten years from now, when Pokemon Go is completely irrelevant, but this game is still around and you can play it, yeah. that's a problem. True. Yeah. If my last point, and we'll move on. If the Go controls are optional, and I can turn them off and then catch Pokemon the the normal way. Totally. In. Yeah, I I think that would be the smart way. Give some people something new, something different for the TV, but then keep it classic with the controller. Give me the option to yeah. have I traditional agree. controls I and agree. traditional battling. I'm totally for it. Then we we can play and customize our experience the way we want to, and I'm good. I do hope it gets leaked before E3 because I want it now. Yeah, you, you want to see it? I want to see it. And, and again, like always, I want to see a trailer. I want to mm-hmm. see what it looks like. Mm-hmm. I would also like to see a gameplay trailer, not just a CG yeah. trailer. I want to see what Blastoise will look like in HD yeah. on my TV because I'm picking Squirtle. That's yeah, just well, that's yeah. just how it I know is. You're a Blastoise guy. I'm a Blastoise yeah, guy. Yeah. So there's that. You'll obviously come over. You have to play it a little bit. Yeah, and and again, it's like you have the Switch. Hopefully they, have, right. Hopefully they have multiple save files on Pokemon for the first time ever. I don't want to restart my game every time. I'd yeah. like game one, game two, game three. Yeah. You can start a game, play the first hour without effing up my progress. Yeah. And you can kind of experience it. That Which fun. I think they learned their lesson. They should do it. They didn't do it in Ultra. They didn't do it in any of the handhelds. Maybe that's a space thing. Like a yeah, memory maybe. thing. They don't have enough memory in the games. It's a little three, whatever. We'll find out. Hopefully we do get it revealed in the next couple of weeks. But you can bet that when it does get revealed... We'll be there to talk about it. It'll be on the Instagram. It'll be on the Twitter. It'll be on the Facebook. It'll be wherever it needs to be uh, for you to soak up the content. We have one more bigger story. I'm sure we're going to spend the least amount of time on this one. Is There was a live-action Doom Patrol coming to the DC Universe, which is their streaming service, in 2019. And it'll be 13 episodes. Yeah, and it's Doom Patrol. That's where you know Beast Boy got his first appearance. But I think we're going to see Beast Boy first in the Titans live action. This kind of focus like Negative Man, Elastic Girl, Crazy Jane, the Chief, the Chief. Yeah. So t- for Chief me, Chief J Strongbow, WWE I mean, Champion. I I do like that they announced it this early because 
now I'm hype for this service, even though it's like I didn't want to pay whatever twelve bucks. Is that what you think it's going to be? No, I'm just asking. You. If, if it's twelve bucks, I'm, I'm going to do it. Fourteen ninety nine. Probably no matter what the price is, I'm going to pay for it. Okay. Because number one, I want to see Titans. This what is your cutoff? Twenty bucks? It's not going to be that. It's no, never dude, going to be dude, that high, it, I, dude. It'll it be it'll be ten bucks. Probably so twenty. Maybe twenty. Twenty is probably like probably more cut than, off. Twenty is more than enough. But I'm so hyped to see Titans. What all the years of Young Justice to finally get that season three, and now you're throwing Doom Patrol at me like Young Justice is coming to network television though, right? No, no, I, no I, I think that's a, I think that's a DC streaming service also. Oh, okay, I didn't know that because I remember the list. It was like Swamp Thing, Harley Quinn, Titans, Harley Quinn. Like now, there's there's like five six shows now for DC. It's not just gonna be like, I, damn. I, I thought did. it was the Superman show. I could have sworn Young Justice is on a network. It's irrelevant mm, for this yeah, conversation. Yeah, but, but I, I'm pretty sure it's on it's on here, but. Instead of now thinking, ah, oh, crap, I'm only going to have one or two shows on this DC. Now it's like, mm-hmm. shit, I got five, six. Like, am I going to have enough time to watch all these shows? Right. Titans I'm interested in. The Harley Quinn I'm definitely interested in. Swamp Thing I'm the most interested yeah. in. This I'm not because I don't know anything about the Doom Patrol. To me, why does DC have the Doom Patrol and the Suicide Squad? They both seem the same to me. Well, Doom Patrol, they're, they're good guys. Like, the Suicide they're, all, Squad's, they're good guys. See, at least Suicide okay. Squad, they're bad. Like, right. we, we right. know where they stand there. But this right. is, it's something different. We never saw Doom Patrol live action. Like, yeah, I get it. It is cool that it's live action. It's like, or I, is it? Is it cool? I don't know. I mean, I, I think it is. If I it's mean, like Sci-Fi Channel and production I, values, I, it couldn't be. Oh, yo, sci-fi's been they doing great. They did well. They did well. Krypton has it. been excellent. Yeah, they've by upped the way. it up. Brainiac um, looks great. Like it's just we never seen Doom Patrol. Like I feel like this is DC taking a stab. Like yeah, Marvel did it in the movies with Guardians. No one ever knew how Guardians of the Galaxy was, and it turned right. out phenomenal. Right. Doom Patrol, why not? Right. Then you introduce Beast Boy. Maybe he comes back, and I heard maybe Cyborg might be in it. Like yeah. it, it could. This could be a really good show. I do like the name Doom Patrol too. It's short. Yeah. It's sweet. You kind of get what it's all about. You get that there's crazy anarchy. It does sound like Suicide Squad from a villain standpoint, but you just kind of yeah. outline that they're not bad guys. Turn good. They're good guys, which is nice. Um, I like superhero team-ups. Yeah. I'm all for that. I like live action. I like hell. I like the fact that there's a DC streaming service. We know how well know, DC right? kills it with TV. I'm assuming that eventually over time, all the DC animated stuff will make its way there. Every DC animated movie ever will probably make its way to the streaming service I would, exclusively. You would like to think so. I would I would hope in the next couple of years. I mean, even years. though I probably like Batman the Animated Series, Batman, I own all of them, so right. to me it doesn't matter. But hey, I'm throw sure, all the content you can yeah, out of I'm sure that every DC thing will go off of HBO and all Shit, that on the Throw all the stuff. old Super Friends episodes. Why not? I'm There's sh- a Legion of Doom. You know, your, you know, your Smallvilles or your Supernaturals. I forget which one of those is the Superman show, but... Smallville. Was small yeah. um, maybe after that's done on the CW, maybe if it's Legacy, they can throw that on there eventually. Who knows what they're going to do for the streaming service? But that's like the cool part is the unknown. I mean, I think all, they're they're off to a great start with having four or five shows already announced. Titans, mm-hmm. I believe, is already done. Fil- is finished filming or mm-hmm. still finished? I'm I'm most excited to see Titans because I want to see Dick Grayson. I want to see him transition to Nightwing, mm-hmm. and then. Then probably Young Justice. Then maybe Doom Patrol 3. Let us know how you feel about this new format that we're trying out with the big stories up front. Leave that in the review. DM us. Tweet us. Put it on our Facebook. However you want to. Uh, Maybe even make a comment on the CastBox app. Let us know how you like the new format. Your feedback continues to drive this show and we help to make it better. But we'll be right back after this word from CastBox. We podcast and we know things is supported by CastBox, the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on iOS and Android. CastBox has over 50 million free episodes that more than 16 million users download and listen to wherever, whenever. 
CastBox has also pioneered a brand new way to search. All you have to do is enter a keyword or phrase and CastBox will search all show titles and transcripts of every single episode to deliver exactly what you're looking for. So head on over to your app store, download CastBox and try it for yourself today. Starting off in the gaming section this week, we have Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition on Nintendo Switch. It's the Dynasty Warriors Plus uh, Legend of Zelda crossover. Um, we have the review for the Nintendo Switch version. The Wii U version got a 7.0 on IGN. The 3DS lower than that because it was a um, not a great port, so okay. they say. But here is the Switch version. Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition is a good quality port of the Wii U game, but outside of a much more stable performance and better local co-op it doesn't add enough new content to make replaying the story mode interesting again if you've already tried it luckily the adventure mode at maps add uh and 16 of the 31 unlockable characters let me restart that sentence luckily the adventure mode maps and 16 of the 31 unlockable characters are available from the start so you'll get adventure mode and 16 characters from the start you can still unlock 15 more characters is what they're saying Hyrule Warriors looks and plays well on the Nintendo Switch and has plenty of fun content to slash through. 7.5. good. I figured it might be a little bit better than out of 10. the Wii U. It is one of the games that I did cancel for my pre-order cart. Uh, in from, the, from the review? No, oh. no, a couple weeks ago in an effort to save money. Um, How's that I, going, by the way? I, very well. <laughs> very, very well. Good. I'm just, I want to save money. We're yeah. trying to get a, a bigger place. Uh, we have a really big place now. We want a bigger yeah. place. So I'm trying to save money. So $60 is really going to help that. True. Place. And also, you still have God of War to beat. <laughs> right. I do have God of War to beat. I do have a couple of smaller Switch games that are still sitting on the backlog that I bought on sale a couple weeks ago that I'm kind of making my way through. Um, this is a good, like, I'm on on the, not on the beach. I won't play it there. But in a hotel room, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, Hyrule Warriors is a game I desperately wanted. I still do want it. Just not at sixty. I have enough points that when it becomes available, I can get it. So <laughs> you I'm, your I'm holding. Points. I'm holding out hope that uh, I will that that game will come to my reward points at work that I can get it for free. Until I got Far Cry Five, I'll have impressions of that next week. Um, thought I'd have them this week. Don't. <laughs> I, I played it half hour. It's not enough. It's not enough to be fair. I want to go back to God I, of War. I like your honesty, and I want to go back to God yeah. of War. That's the game I want to play the most right now. Um, but anyway, I want. This game, it looks really fun. I've been watching a lot of gameplay. You like Dynasty Wars. You of know course. the deal, yeah. right? You get to pick three it's, it's friggin' ha- Zelda hack, characters. Hack and slash. Wonderful action. Just a pile of enemies. <laughs> yep. Uh, and I want to play as Skull Kid and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Link and Tingle, uh, Ting- uh, Tingle and Linkle <laughs> and the female Link. I want all that. Yeah. And I want to be able to command them to the map and bring them here. And we all f- I want that. I'm not ready to spend $60 on that repetitive type gameplay. You do get a lot of hours, but I don't have a lot of hours to play yeah. right now. Which is fair. And I, I almost got the, like, the newer Dynasty. But again, like you, it's like, all right, I don't want to drop 65 In like a month, it's going to be 20 bucks. Right. Yeah. So I'll wait. Nintendo does not discount games, unfortunately, like ever. So I'll wait for um, it to either somehow get discounted or get it through work points. I do want... Uh, uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze Nintendo Switch. I do want that badly. Then uh, the um, 
Mega Man Legacy Collection does hit Switch this week as well. So there's stuff that you're that already, already going to get. I'm okay. already playing. So, so I'll, he I, said, I'll take the 60 from this game. I'll move it over here. It's for only this 40. Game. It's uh, only 40. So I'm you're saving, saving 20. 20. It's, a net, it's a net game. It's a net game. <laughs> uh, State of Decay 2, Xbox One, and PC exclusive. It's that zombie uh, kind of open world map game, whatever you want to call it. Uh, first one was a. Roaring success. Second one, State of Decay 2, zombie-infested maps are good places to scavenge, fight, and survive in. Combat is satisfyingly brutal, and the special zombies inspire some real fear of permanent death, even though the blood plague turns out to be um, a mere sniffle. But the bugs are just as persistent as the zombies, and after a dozen or so hours of repetition of both equally uh, eventually take their toll, making the appeal of replaying feel more limited than I'd expect for a sandbox RPG. State of Decay 2 Survival RPT struggle against zombies is fun thanks to strong combat and fear of permanent death, but in repetitive and buggy, especially in co-op. I butchered the shit out yeah, of that read, and seven I apologize. 7-5. Okay. Um, sorry I butchered that read. It is <laughs> way early, and I am so tired. It is unbelievable. I will, and for, for this game, it's like, maybe people are get, maybe getting a little tired on the zombies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like State of Decay 1 was a I feel a like zombies have been beat with a hit. stick. Like, I'm, I'm it, always sick of it. You're not wrong. Um, they The first game was a smashing hit on, I think it was the 360. I think it made its way to the 1 uh, eventually in, like, an up-res version. Maybe they were both on the 1. I forget. But this one is, like, it's permadeath. So when you have a character and you die, you don't come back to life. That's like the big appeal yeah. is it's a different type of yeah. zombie game, but it is buggy apparently and it's got a lot of glitches and filled with with stick with the first one. <laughs> issues. Right. Well, so does the first one, unfortunately. But we'll, whatever the case may be, not my game. Yeah. Will not ever be purchasing it, even if it was free. Yeah, even if he could use his work points. <laughs> and definitely not the work points. The NES Classic Edition is coming back June 29th, and both the NES and SNES Classic Edition will be available at least through the end of the year. So good news for anybody who didn't get either one of those That's classics. pretty cool, because I thought they were they were dead. Like, whatever they released, I thought that was it. Yeah, so okay. they're going to, especially the NES. SNES, you can still find places. The NES is damn near impossible to find. I'm lucky enough to have one, um, but... Now we'll be able to get them on June 29th. Maybe I'll get a second one. You know my theory. If it breaks, you have a backup. I, no, it, I have a backup. It, it's smart. Have have two. Mm-hmm. Or if your one never breaks in one day, that old one's worth a gazillion dollars. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just going to buy a second investment. one. It's a $60 that's you, investment. That's what you have to tell Ashley so you, you don't get in trouble. Or I just don't tell her. And I just <laughs> pack it away know. in the closet upstairs. Or put it underneath the floorboards. We'll be all right. Yeah. We have enough shit in this house that I can hide it somewhere. <laughs> Mario Tennis Aces. Uh, really looking forward to that game. I think that's June 22nd, right after E3. The beta tournament, online and offline, will be available June 1st at 10 a.m. to June 3rd at 7 p.m. Both of those are Eastern Time. It is available around the world, so just convert that time to your local time. You'll be able to download uh, this game on May 24th. So anybody that has a Switch can download the free beta version of Mario Tennis Aces for those couple days. Sam, one of those days is a Saturday, so we can play it before the awesome. show and have some uh, impressions. So we'll be looking forward to that. You can play as Mario, Bowser, Peach, and Yoshi, playing both single player and online. If you play in the online tournaments, you can get secret unlockable characters, which is really cool. Um so that's that's a huge reward. Toad, Toad better be in there. Uh, there's to- Toad is in there. Toadette is in there. A Chain Chomp is in there. 
the chain with the black ball oh, on the chain, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. puts the racket in his mouth, and it swings like that. Uh, so it's oh, going to be. Hard. I remember watching yeah. the little gameplay. It's going to be a really fun game. I think that's going to do all the things that the Wii U version got wrong. I think it's going to correct those. And, and you liked the Wii U version. I hated the Wii U version. Jim Neugebauer liked the Wii U version. I hated the Wii U version. I, thought, I remember Boy. you liking Mario Tennis, though. I love Mario yeah, Tennis. Okay. I do love any Mario Tennis except for that one. Uh, that one's just bland it's not worth 60 bucks this one has the uh precision aim and the trick shots and all that cool stuff you can turn that off and just play tennis which i'm probably going to do more than the precision aiming i don't really like that idea um, i don't want motion controls for my tennis i can just play wii sports for that um but i'm looking forward to this a lot i'm really looking forward to a free version if and, and i love when nintendo does stuff like <laughs> no, this. It, it's smart that's how i bought splatoon because i like the demo it's why i didn't buy arms because the demo you was enough like for me yeah. i loved it it's just enough. But not worth 60 Exactly. Yeah. Not worth 60 So this will be the great teller of more all things. More people need to do this. Mm-hmm. Like more you know, Sony, Xbox. There used to be Sony and Xbox, especially Xbox. Do you remember getting the, the, the demo disc of like from, was it, was it Funko Land? Was that the old place? Funko Land used to be around, sure. And you get like the game, would be four or five games in mm-hmm. one little pack. Yeah, dude, that's how the I found out days. about Sly Cooper was from those things. And PlayStation yeah. uh, Magazine used to have the demo disc as well. Yeah. Buy a $6 magazine, get a five yeah. demos. Yeah, demo discs are a thing of the past, man. Yeah, I was I, I couldn't remember the last time I had I saw one. Yeah. I had the Resident Evil 4 one and that that was so different than the actual final game. So that's like a treasure. Final Fantasy 7 had one. There was a lot different too. Yeah, I remember all that stuff. That was really cool. Uh let's see. Retro Studios, the company behind uh Donkey Kong Country Returns, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. They've been working on a game that has been unreleased. They did Metroid Prime. Okay. Uh, they're, they've been doing some project that has been under wraps for years and years and years, and it may have been leaked that it is a Star Fox Grand Prix. It is a mix between F-Zero and Diddy Kong Racing, reportedly coming out 2019. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> has not been officially revealed. All of its speculation. So you so you think it's BS? Uh, it's not, I'm interested. <laughs> a Star Fox racing game. And Diddy Kong Racing had like a central hub where yeah. you can go and, and do whatever. You remember Diddy yeah. Kong on 64. That's why I, I said it sounds I, good. <laughs> I would be into that. I would be into that. If Captain Falcon makes a surprise appearance from F-Zero and I can play Captain Falcon in the Star Fox universe, Done. I'd be down. In E3? F-Zero, it would be at E3 that would be real. In F-Zero GX for the GameCube, there is actually a character. I don't know if you unlock him or he's available from the start. It's James McCloud. It's Fox's dad, oh, who actually, yeah. from Star Fox, in an F-Zero game. So they coexist in the same universe. So it's so possible. To ha- so to have Captain Falcon in this, and for this whole game to be real, is legitimate. Yeah. It was, it was, the leak was powerful enough to make its way to IGN, which is... And they wouldn't post just bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. So they, they did a little digging. It could least. be wrong, right? It's, it's a leak. Who knows? Retro, if, if this is Retro's big game after three years, I'd say it's a little disappointing, but... I'd be interested, yeah. again, anything Star Fox, anything Nintendo. You know I'm all about any of their original IP. Give me anything that I can with those guys. But I liked Diddy Kong Racing. I love F-Zero. I could use a fun racing game that's not Mario Kart. I'm a little yeah. Mario Karted out right now. Until the new one comes Until out. Until the new right one comes back out. In. And then I'm right back in. Just when I'm out, they pull me back in. Ain't that the truth? Uh, that's you know. So for me, that'd be fine. I'm okay with that. I have a second State of Decay two uh, review, so I'm going to skip over that for some. I, I, I was waiting for you to be like we, we, we did that great, <laughs> uh, but I do have a review for Runner three. This is a Nintendo Switch game that I definitely want. That's coming out this week as well. I think it's thirty dollars. Um, it's part of the Bit Trip Runner series. It's basically go left to right. 
a lot of jumping. It's an it's not an endless runner. It has endpoints, but fast twitch platforming, and okay. that's my favorite kind of game because it tests my reflexes. Runner Three is a fun, challenging experience with a weird, charming aesthetic brought down by out of date graphics. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Playing the same level dozens of time wears thins, but its difficulty never feels unfair. It ramps up slowly, introducing new moves and forcing you to practice them over and over. Suddenly, you're linking all of these moves together in insane and precise ways to make your way through the levels and feeling... Uh, and the feeling of mastery when you cross the finish line makes up for the repetitiveness. The repetitive nature and dated graphics of Runner 3 bring down what's otherwise a really fun and rewarding experience. Six five seven zero. Oh. All right. Um, Bit trip that, runner that games. Are, right. Yeah, Bit trip runner games are always fun. I love runners in general. Um, this game interests me, but thirty dollars is a little bit much. I'll wait till it drops to twenty on sale somewhere on some eShop Switch sale or whatever, and I'll pick it up then. I have all the time in the world. I'm not worried about picking yeah. that game up on day one because I'll have Mega Man. Uh, Rage two. Remember last week that Ca- Walmart Canada leaked yeah. all of those yep. things. One of them was Rage two. Turned out to be real. <laughs> So Bethesda teased out all these images, and they dropped on 514. They dropped a trailer, two of them, one live action, one gameplay trailer of Rage 2. It's brought to you from the studio that did the Mad Max game, so you know it's got that kind of Mad Max feel to yeah. it, um, a lot of color. Uh, it looks like Mad Max with doing a color run. Like That's the thing that it kind of <laughs> reminds me of, if the Mad Max characters did a color run. <coughs> if, if you remember in Breaking Bad, there's a scene where Jesse Pinkman was like all strung out and he's playing a video game in his house by himself with a yeah. light gun, shooting the gun. That's rage. Wow. That's rage one. They tried to pump that game up through hint advertising, like gears of war is all over shameless um, on showtime. Same with rage on breaking bad. It had a nice 30 seconds on there or whatever it was 15. Um, but rage two is announced. Nobody wanted it, but there it is, but there <laughs> it is. And it's getting a lot of hype because it waited Sequel this is like a seven eight year wait maybe more. I am happy though that like the Walmart leaks were true. It's one of them. Okay. I don't know the rest, but yeah, one of those Walmart leaks turned so, out. So, but to be at true. least shows like okay, it, it could be true now. Like if it happens in the past, I personally think because Bethesda later that day started tweeting out images of no Walmart, you got it wrong. This is how you tease something. I think that whole image was put there for Rage Two. I think w- Walmart. Got paid by Bethesda to leak that thing. The Rage 2 was the only real part. I believe it. And then they did their tease it, their way. It's smart. And it was their way of building up a really smart marketing campaign for this this game. And I'm probably the only one who thinks that, but I think this whole thing was bullshit. Because we're definitely not seeing Forza Horizons 5. With the fourth one has not been yeah. announced yet. <laughs> so, definitely not. And Assassin's Creed and DC Logo Villains, not going to happen. Yeah. Whatever, some are just probably typos and misspellings, but come on. Or people don't know Roman numerals. Get your shit together. A game that really looks like Rage. uh, Borderlands. We all know how much I love Borderlands. Borderlands 3 has kind of been announced, but Randy Pitchford, the CEO of Gearbox, says that Borderlands 3 will not be at E3. Uh Uh-oh. That's hurtful to me. Because you were looking forward to it. Very much so. Uh, Either, And it looks like 2K... Came out and announced yesterday or the day before that either Borderlands 3 or that heavily new Bioshock game, that rumored Bioshock game, has already been delayed to 2020. Pissed. So, <laughs> so this God, ain't your E3. This is, this is like... <laughs> You're off to a rough start. I'm not going to get Bioshock. I'm probably not going to get Pokemon because it might come out before fucking hand. I'm not going to get Borderlands. Like, what is there for me? Am I going to get a crackdown release date finally? Just give me something. You, I want you something. Need, you literally need something or E3 is going to be a total yeah. upset for you. <sighs> 
Because last year, you're, you're pretty happy with last I year. I loved yeah. last year overall. You're happy with last year. Anthem and all the Nintendo announcements and Xbox did a pretty good job. Maybe they announced that they're converting Mother. <gasps> Stop it. <laughs> you shut your goddamn mouth. If the oh, All three Mother. Oh, God. Uh, Earthbound Beginnings, then Earthbound and Mother 3, all in one package on the Switch. All available tomorrow. Oh, giggity. I'm pissed. Uh, Stardew Valley is coming to the PlayStation Vita on May 22nd. Shout out to PlayStation. <laughs> Complete dedication to gaming. You know it. Oh, man. You have a Vita? You know Stardew Valley, that yeah. sweet-ass farming sim? You can play it. You have a Vita. Yeah, 500 but, Yeah, but v, you, the Stardew Valley isn't my cup of tea. That, that was your thing. Apparently, I read, too, that there will be no more physical games coming to the Vita. Only digital from now on. Which makes sense. Yeah, why, which why, is fine. Yeah, why I, make, I only why have the two physical games for me. The rest that I have are digital. God of War and... No. You don't have God of War? It's a, it's a resistance game in Mortal Kombat. You have Mortal Kombat on Vita? That's pretty cool. Maybe. 20 bucks. No. 30 bucks. Dude, it's, it's going to be a lot for you. 25 bucks. 1000 bucks. 22 bucks. Pissed. There was a new Xbox One accessibility controller announced for those who can't properly use a normal controller, don't have function of your hands, um, whatever the case may be, right? You a lot of people out there with disabilities yeah. not going to sit here and speculate or anything like that. But that's what this controller is for. It's got two giant pads that you can customize and kind of use yeah, as – almost think about it like a bongo yeah. if you want to. And it, then was, a it was definitely different. Yeah, it looks like a keyboard, like a yeah. mouse and keyboard with two big buttons and a D-pad. You can get it for $100. And for those folks who are either disabled, can't use one or whatever the case may be, but you still want to enjoy gaming, Microsoft is, is doing a huge solid. It's a big I win. mean, they could, they could keep at least 60 rather than 100 I mean, it's, there's a lot that's going to go into this thing. So customizable pads and all that stuff. I know it's funny. You they're doing this huge favor for for these types of gamers that that have this disability, unfortunately. But then they're going to drop a hundred dollars on it. So, but whatever. Square Enix said yesterday or the day before, I forget, that it will reveal Kingdom Hearts three release date in the next couple of weeks. That's I, enormous. I, I that was one even Danny like got hyped about because he he's the person I like. I never played the game. I always watched him play the first one. He mm-hmm. absolutely loved them. Yeah. So this is a game he's been waiting for for freaking. It feels like ten years. There was a, it. It has been. Yeah. There is there is a new uh, gameplay trailer. Not trailer. There's some gameplay that leaked and came out, and it showed Wreck It Ralph in there. That's so awesome. There's going to be a Wreck It Ralph. I don't know if it's going to be a whole world dedicated to him, or he's just going to be a playable character. But love Wreck It Ralph. Of course. Ralph breaks the internet coming out soon, so it's a good tie-in. Yeah, sure. Um, E3 is the obvious answer because Square Enix has a long Nintendo-style presentation coming. Uh, who knows if it'll be before that to try and cash in on some pre-E3 hype or gain some headlines going into the conference, and then boom, then you show a trailer. Who knows what that's going to look like? But in the next three weeks, we're going to see when. Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to come out. They still say it's 2018. It's like December 25th. It's going to be like Christmas. It's the last possible The last day. possible Tuesday in, I don't even know what day Christmas falls on this year, but it's going to be like the last Tuesday of the year. But we'll see. Kingdom Hearts 3 is a system seller. So let's let's see how that does. I'm, I'm excited for that game. I tried to buy the first two on PS4. My work points told me that they no longer carry it, and I'm sure shit not paying money for it when I got all these other games to play. Yeah. That's a 100-hour investment I'm not willing to make right now. Overwatch Anniversary for 2018 is coming May 22nd. They're going to bring back past seasonal cosmetic items and bras. Uh, bras. 
brawls so you guys can have all that for your Overwatch goodness. I still haven't played since January 2017. I'm totally over it. Yeah, I, I still haven't played. The Overwatch hype has passed me by. We know it's a huge yeah. thing for you guys out there that love the show. And I, I mean, I feel it. like people either play that, Fortnite, or Monster Hunter. They're like the three big games I see right now. I've yep. been playing. Yep, PUBG's still around. Um, there's well, always going to be League of Legends and, and shit. And God of War, I didn't yeah. even, because I know that's yeah. everyone's playing it. But yeah, Overwatch, hey, listen, the Overwatch League is there. It's controversial and all that crap as those douchebags have been. People love watching that shit. Not for me. I'm cool with yeah. watching real things, not esports. But esports is going to be Olympics someday. So, I mean, we yeah. can hang our Jesus. hat on skateboarding's coming. So, yeah. oh, we can hang our hat on gold medals for gaming, which is, you know, really fun. GameStop CEO Michael Mahler resigns after just taking the job in February. That doesn't sound good for GameStop. You know, the writing's been on the wall yeah. for a while. They're gone. They're going to. You think they're shutting down? Seven years, they're out. In the next seven years, there will be no GameStop. Or they kind of just. Maybe or they'll move back. to an online or retailer. They, or they cut back a little bit. Don't have so many locations. I mean, Toys R Us is gone. But what else? They didn't they, cut so, back. They're so the only, then the only place you're able to get games is what? Amazon, Walmart? Where, if I'm going to get 20% off of any game I buy for Prime, why would I want to go anywhere else? You're, you're right. And I can pre-order it. It'll be on my doorstep I when I come home from work. You, you can't beat it. Like, and I got that's it why for, Amazon is taking over. Right, and I got it for 12 bucks less. I bought, for all those awesome people that got me birthday presents, I bought thank you cards on Amazon. Wow. I have a CVS right there, and I could just go buy them, write them, send them. Well, that, CVS like them they're expensive. I'm so lazy that I bought thank you cards on Amazon. So whatever. <laughs> I got a $60 Best Buy gift card from John Mayo. Yeah. I bought Black Panther on Amazon with my own money because I didn't want to drive to Best Buy. <laughs> and I bought it on Tuesday and got it Thursday. You lazy so I waited day. two extra days. Instead of driving five minutes down the road, I got it on Amazon. It's just, the, but when the option no, presents you're right, you're itself, right, it's you're going to take it. You might as well get your $119 so, worth. GameStop is going, it's going to be gone. They've been, they've been the anti-gamer since forever. Yeah. Let me sell you a used copy that I bought for 50 cents off a guy and reselling it for 20 bucks. That's flat revenue. Yeah. No doubt about it. So you have to resurface a game. It costs you a dime. Like you're making so much yeah. money off of refurb crap. You started that really cool program last year where you could rent all the used games you want in six months for sixty bucks. They got rid of it a week or two later. So yeah, because they realized shit, we're not prepared for this. Exactly, because yeah. it was a huge win and yeah. everybody was buying it. But well, gone now. So GameStop, you're you done effed up. There's got to be some stuff behind the scenes that happened with this guy. I'm over it. GameStop, I will never spend another dime on you. I got two gift cards from them for my birthday. I'm trying to resell them for cash because I do not yeah. want to shop at GameStop. I Damn. refuse to shop at GameStop. If my Switch broke and they were sold out around the world and only GameStop had them, I'd wait. I hate GameStop. I'd have to see it to believe that one. I hate GameStop. No, I, I hear you, but when you say well, you have no Switch and you get that, that craving. Turn on my Super Nintendo. Okay. All right. Uh, update, Okami HD coming to the Nintendo Switch August 9th. We announced that game a while back, but now we have a release date of August 9th. EA will announce the new Battlefield game on May 23rd, but the leak already came out of its name. It is officially named Battlefield 5. Big whoop de doo Yeah, just, just plan for a new one to be released every year, every other year. Every other year for yeah. this one. Yeah, every other year for Battlefield. I always get it confused with Battlefront. Got to remember, Gosh. Battlefront is Star Wars. Battlefield yeah. is War. Call of Duty style game, but May 23rd, keep an eye out for the reveal of the next Battlefield game. Shenmue 3 has been delayed until 2019 for polish reasons, although Shenmue 1 and 2 HD are still coming this year to get your Shenmue fix until the third one. Halo is getting new game. I put in the notes, 
wait until the show to reveal, for reveal it to you because I want you to hear because you'd think if it was a big deal I'd put it up of top. Of course. I just want to point out to you what this new Halo game is. And will this be about the fifth one? Uh, no, Halo 5 already happened. But it is, believe me when I tell you, you I could give you 100 guesses. Uh-oh. You, you ain't going to get it. So you're not hyped. Okay. Let's see. Did I not take a photo of it? Um, I don't think I took a photo of it. But anyway, I know what it is. It's, it's an arcade game. Uh, so it's a... Think of Time Crisis. Yeah. Two guns next to each other. I, I like Time Crisis, but you got to be an arcade to play it. And that's Halo. So it's going to be a coin-op arcade game. So it's not going to be Halo 6. They said it wasn't coming this year. They're going to hold us over with a four-player coin-op co- uh, arcade game. I, I forget what the hell it's called because it's irrelevant to me. Because um, Halo is dying a very, very yeah, slow that, and painful death. That's a death. shame. Yeah, Microsoft, you got to do better. 343 ruined that. When Bungie got rid of Halo, 343 ran it into the ground. And it's... It's a shame. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 got an official reveal. There was like this two-hour live stream. I watched a little bit of it on Thursday. Uh, it was cool. You know, they showed off some multiplayer. Multiplayer looks tight as always. Good gunplay. A lot of fun. Um, they showed off three zombie maps. And they did officially announce that it does have a Battle Royale mode like Fortnite and blah, blah, blah. Like Wait, that's cool. Yeah, whatever. There's no single player. They did confirm that. They're putting their that, resources that, that, into that it. kills me. Yeah, and I that don't want kills that. Me. They did say that there was a study that showed, based off like the achievements and the trophies, that that people finished on average less I, than half of the campaign. I'm, I'm not them. I, I who who are we talking to? I I don't play multiplayer until I beat the story mode. John DeCross, though. Okay, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's I need to practice because if I go online, I'm going to get my ass whooped. Mm-hmm. I want to be you know semi decent, mm-hmm. but. And, and that's the thing. I don't want to play multiplayer. I only want a single-player game. So you have officially lost my yep. 60. Now, they're going to take all those resources from the single and throw it into the for, uh, to the Battle Royale. Dude, Battle Royale is nothing. Yeah. It's an online mode. It's a big map. There's some vehicles and greatness and all that good stuff. But th- I get it. There's a lot of production that goes into the single-player. There's a lot of – but for a six-hour campaign, like you can tell an intriguing story. Yeah. I don't know. I know that not a lot of people play it, but that pisses me off. Dude, I'm, I'm with you. They don't got my money. They don't. They don't have it either for me. I'm kind of over it, but whatever. That's your choice. Xbox Live. If you have an Xbox One X or an Xbox One or an Xbox One S, and you don't have Live Gold for some reason, who knows why? It will be free for everyone throughout this weekend that we're in now. Microsoft has announced a free Play Days for All event, which lets all Xbox Live players, even without a Gold membership, play online. Uh, for free on Xbox One and Xbox 360. It has begun already and will go through till May 20th at 3 a.m. Eastern Time. So tomorrow going into Sunday night. At, so if you're listening to this episode early, um, you can have this until for the next like 12 hours from when you're listening to this podcast. If you're listening to it when it's released. But free Xbox Live, that's pretty cool. I, I, I don't see PlayStation, Nintendo doing anything like that. So well, that Nintendo's is awesome. online is free right now for everyone but then we'll be paying for it come September. GTA 5 has now sold over 95 million copies. 95 million copies. Uh, I, I, 
Mind blown, man. It has made $6 billion in revenue. It is the single most profitable piece of media of all time, including movies, TV shows, everything. My mind is blown. I cannot believe that Grand Theft Auto is the game to do it. It's still in the NPD every month in the top 10. It just had a hugely profitable Christmas season. They continue to deliver online events, which is the real staying power. People are buying things in-game. People are paying for the online heists and all the stuff that comes along with it. This game is still probably going to go for another couple of years. I 100 million copies is 100% in the realm of possibilities, which is more copies sold of that game than most consoles. Ever. I know that's which. Oh my god, I, I can't believe it's still going. It's this big. The game that I hate that's coming out is NBA Playgrounds 2, mm-hmm. the NBA Jam style game, already getting a sequel. Well, thank God it's been delayed. It was coming out <laughs> this week, but yesterday they just announced that it was delayed. Wow. They did not give a release date. They did not give a new one. That doesn't sound good. But Saber Interactive promises it'll be worth it. They said there's something happening right now within this game that they can't release it now. They're waiting. They're adding it okay. to the game and re-releasing it. We don't know what that is. They had to say something. But they are giving us a sequel to this game before they're giving us the goddamn Shaq Fu game they were supposed to get for free. Yeah. That bothers me. This game did not need a sequel I thought yet. you were supposed to have that already. So did I. Yeah. But this game is not supposed to... Have a sequel that. yet. This is mm-hmm. it doesn't need a sequel yeah. yet, dude. Just give me roster updates in the first game and improve some stuff in a patch. I I don't know. I I haven't turned on the first one since I found out there's a second one. Just in spite. I'll get yeah. my Shaq Fu game. I'll play it once. <laughs> I'll delete it from my console to make room for and something. Then you're right. And then you could go to the But I'm a happy man because I got something for free in this world. Sam, let's switch it over to the movie section. I did see Black Panther, like I said earlier. I saw the first half of it. You remember it? A little bit. It was very chatty. There's a lot yeah. of talking. Well, I, I think I even said in the beginning, like, they have to set it up. It's a little... I, I thought it was a little slow to start, mm-hmm. but it, it, it picks up. Yeah, I agree with you there. And I I think the world of Wakanda's fun. I think the opening scene was really fun. I like that the, the, it paid itself off a little bit later. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, spoiler alert for the next two minutes or so, if you haven't seen Black Panther yet, um, I, I did enjoy the... Uh, the villains, I think Michael B. Jordan is a hell of a villain with Killmonger. I'm already a lot of fun. His but best this, role besides Creed. But this, to me, is just a live-action Lion King. <laughs> was that, oh, that was what Bob Joe was saying. Yeah, that's all this is. He told me about it before I saw it, and I'm like, I went into it saying, okay, family kills family, revenge. Yeah, and and like, I wasn't with everyone saying, oh, my God, it's the best Marvel movie. No, uh-uh, to, no me, way. to me, it's not there. Not even in the top five. To, I would say in the, it's probably in the top ten. There's only like what twenty, so it's about halfway. So, yeah, so it's, an, it's, it's mediocre. A, but to me, it's not my favorite. Yeah, but I did enjoy it. I started it on Thursday. It's now Saturday. I had about four hours of free time yesterday that I could have watched it, and I chose to take a nap. So it didn't compel me enough to watch to finish to it. Finish it. Okay. I will finish it today. It's what I'm going to be yeah. doing while I'm editing this episode, which is fine. I have about an hour and four minutes left. Okay. Yeah, I don't. You know, people are saying I haven't hit the big action scenes yet, and da 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 da. But like, yeah, you you didn't see like the the, the huge fight, right? You, I think you like me. You'll say it was good. Yeah. It was a good movie, but it wasn't. Oh my god, it was the best movie I ever saw, yep. and it wasn't the worst piece of shit. I can't remember the guy's name, but the white guy with the claw hand from Civil War. Gets claw. Yeah, that's yeah, just like uh, uh, he he's really good. They Andy Circus is yeah, awesome. Andy Circus is really good. They have that museum. Um, piece in the beginning yep. where Killmonger gets his mask. Yep. I loved the one scene I did love. You don't find out that it's his brother yet and that he turns good. Yep. But that fight on the waterfall with the dude in the gorilla mask uh-huh. was 
friggin' yep, I agree. baller. I agree. That was my favorite scene so far. Not even close. Yeah. And you're, you'll, you'll see a couple more scenes coming up that you're probably just about to yeah. hit on. Sure. And I can see why people love this yeah. movie. I totally yeah. can see why people love this movie. I like the movie. Yeah. I like it a lot. I just don't think it's as good as, let's say, Winter Soldier, Infinity War, Civil War, even the first Avenger, the first Iron Man. Uh, either Guardians movie. Yeah. So, like, there are definitely yeah. movies I'm putting ahead of, of it. Course. But this is a movie that I am enjoying. I'm going to watch it today. It, it's, it's it's worth a watch. We'll For sure. Because, we, shit, we both bought it on Blu-ray, so it's worth something. Correct. Marvel is also moving forward with an Eternals film with Matthew and Ryan Furpo to write the script. I'm not too familiar with the Eternals. I never read the Eternals comics like that. Mm-hmm. Do you own any? Because I know you're a comic book collector. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything Eternals, but is this going to spark some interest around the franchise for you? Well, I, it, it'll it'll make me go home later and say, mm-hmm. let me do some research about the Eternals. Because right. when Guardians came out, I was like, Guardians? You know what I mean? Right. I, I, so again, I think it's smart for Marvel to to try something else. You had a, a hit with with Guardians, Guardians, so it makes sense to do something else. If Guardians was not the hit that it is today, are they still making this no, film? No way. I completely if, agree if, with that. If, Guardians 1 bombed, like, I think that puts a wrench in Everything. all their plans. Infinity War's different. There's no Guardians 2 that's the same way. The Eternals might not be happening. The fact that Guardians 1 was such a success is breeding exactly. these other side franchises. I mean, whether I know or I don't know about it, they got my money. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Birds of Prey to reportedly start filming in 2019 and reportedly have an all-female production crew. Well, well, there's a there's one of those bullshit sources yeah. that we don't know. It was like the hexagon, whatever the hell well, these stupid the, sources well, are. I kind of heard something like that. Even Michael B. Jordan, he says, like my next films, I want to make sure that I have half and half. Or like we talked half, about that. Yeah, it's like, called the um, playwriter, the dragon writer. I forget what yeah, it, it was. It's something like that. So and then it, everything with the with the me too me too movement, like to have an all female production crew. I heard something maybe similar to Wonder Woman two, but again, it's probably BS. Maybe it is BS. You're gonna have all female camera crews and catering and production crews and editors and all that it's damn near impossible yeah it's, it's just impossible yeah i mean to me it's like okay you can't just have half, half women or half guys like, well, come on. on we're in, the shitty part is we're in a society where we have to put numbers on it yeah i know it sucks why can't we yeah. just have the best talent exactly. whomever that may be white color, black blue color, green, creed, whatever color, color you are. creed or gender does not matter yeah. Whomever the best talent to make the best damn movie for us should be in there. Uh, the society is bullshit that we uh, have to talk about. One hundred and ten percent. And I do hope it's bullshit, and it's it's a shitty rumor. I do hope that that's just a rumor. Yeah. Give me the best people, exactly, to make the best. I mean, film. I mean hey, if it's all women, great. Yeah, okay, for, for sure. Can't wait for sure. But that's going to lend some. Yeah, my personal opinion. Black Panther and Get Out got a lot of hype around it because of the circumstances yeah. around those movies. This will be the same thing. Yeah. Women will go see this and they will feel empowered and but shouldn't be that way. Yeah. We should all go see it. We should all go enjoy it regardless of the circumstances and situation. If it's a good movie, let's sit back and enjoy it with our $16 popcorns or our $42 pretzel bites. <laughs> I agree. Other than that, let's leave it in the $5 bin at Best Buy where it deserves to be. Yeah. Simple as that. I just want good movies. Yeah. That's all I yeah. want. The Obi-Wan film. And this was actually from IGN. For the first time, I've seen something about an Obi-Wan film there. Usually, it's like comicbook.com and all that kind of stuff. Obi-Wan film is going to be a direct prequel to Episode 4, A New Hope. Hope. Not an origin story of Obi-Wan. It will actually be set on Tatooine and follow Obi-Wan living in exile while he's going out of hiding when a tribe of sand people and local Tatooine farmers start feuding. Would you rather have that or an origin story? I, I kind of like that. 
Me too, because I can't say yeah. that I would like the solo stuff because it cements yeah, Han Solo exactly. and then go back on that for this. And it's I actually like this. It's, it's a prequel to four. So to me, it's like, sign me up. And you, if it's you and McGregor, I'm even more hyped. And this is one of the, like Rogue One, I didn't want because that's, that basically set in for, forth the yes. motions of episode four. I didn't want that because the same thing, my exactly, imagination. Exactly. But this is not like a hyped up story that I've imagined for 20 no. years. I have no idea what this could be. So give me this in this exact state. I'm totally cool with it. And I don't Ewan want McGregor, the you want a new actor. I would love you and McGregor. Okay. He's awesome. Yeah, I Ewan McGregor. I haven't really even seen him in a lot since then. He hasn't. He's, he's popped up in a, in a couple a few good things. Movies, yeah. But I, I, I would really like this uh, over an origin story. Um, I like that it's a prequel for Episode Four because why the hell not? Because you're going to get a younger Obi Wan. Yep. Um, I'm. I like that it's not an origin story, but hey. Something different in the Star Wars universe that I didn't have a preconceived notion on, I'm all for it. Yeah. But if it was something that I had set in stone, I like I said before, I just don't want to see the Kessel Run. I want to imagine yeah. what that is. Yeah. I don't want to know what a parsec is. I'm sure you're going to find We're out. We're going to find yeah. out the, the amount of time 12 parsecs is. So just get over that. I'm cool with the Obi-Wan stuff. There was the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer. Uh, the Freddie Mercury Queen biopic. We talked about it with the insides. Yep. We talked about it a million times before. Finally got its first trailer. It was one of the trailers last night for Deadpool 2. Uh, we decided that um, I, I'm seeing it. It's coming out November 2nd, 2018. Dude, Rami Malik, that overbite. Well, that's all prosthetics. I love it. And you know, because Freddie Mercury had a huge like yep. buck teeth. Yep. And he could have had surgery to take it out, but he chose not to. Because he's was, the boss. Because he was afraid it was going to affect his voice. Right. And, and he's he a damn boss. It. And he could do whatever he wants. He's, the, in my opinion, the biggest rock legend of all time. He's, um, he's definitely up there. I could as a, argue as that. A, as a, like a legend. He's almost like the Bo Jackson of music. These stories yeah. that come out about him and what he did. Maybe Queen's not the greatest band of all time. Maybe, you know, John Lennon's... He a, definitely is one of the best voices of all time. I, I think Queen is one of the best bands of all time. And I think he does have the best voice of all time. He's my favorite singer of all time. I'm totally in for this movie. Even though Rami Malek is singing all of the Queen songs. But that trailer was excellent. Yeah. I, it was I, excellent. I hope he sounds... I don't expect him to sound exactly like Freddie, but right. you got to give him props. When they're talking in the trailer about Bohemian Rhapsody being six minutes, he goes, <laughs> the, the producer's like, six minutes, this goes on for eternity. And he goes, I pity your wife if you think six minutes is eternity. <laughs> like, that was a great yeah. zinger in the trailer. Yeah. But we have our Patreon top three. It came directly from Alan Santos for donating on the Patreon level at the $10 and up. He gets a custom top three once a month. Um, he also put in a request for next week. We'll get to that next week. Just a quick, hey, guys, cool. can you rank this for me? But he does want to do a Patreon top three this week of top three music biopics. Uh, they have to be a biopic um, about some band or whatever because it has to be in the musical space akin to the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer. He told me because of this, I'm doing this top three. We have his answers as well. So when we're reading ours, we'll read his awesome. as well. So I'll start my number three. Um, dude, this is a tough list. But <clears throat> I went movie came out in 04. It's called Ray. Mm-hmm. Love Ray. Ray's good to movie. me, this is one of Jamie Foxx's best movies mm-hmm. I've ever. That and Collateral, I consider to me offhand, that's his best two movies. I thought he absolutely blew it out of the water here as Ray. I never knew that Ray was a heroin addict. Like, and they tell you a lot of stories and stuff like that. I found <clears throat> a lot about him that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But it, he, he did, and he did all his mannerisms and. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it, it just sucks that Ray passed six months before the movie's release. Like, so he couldn't see the finished product, mm-hmm. even though, God, you know, 
pardon the pun, it's it's terrible, but it's it's it is kind of sad, you know. Yeah. Now you and I did our top three, and then Alan sent his afterwards. Yeah. Oddly enough, we have the same number three and the same number two. Our number three, straight out of Compton. Mm. Uh, excellent. And I, I never got. I never saw it. Excellent movie. If you'd like to, you can borrow it. I think it's on HBO on demand. If yeah, you I think HBO. it is. Yeah. I highly recommend it. First of all, they nail the NWA. Yeah. They nail it um, from Christ, appearance. It's, it's Ice Cube song right, playing in, right you know. from appearances and yeah. and tone and everything. It's really good. It heart wrenching ending. Yeah. Solid storytelling. Appropriate length. Doesn't feel long. Doesn't get boring. Really good soundtrack. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> all of these movies of will. Course. Super good movie. Highly recommended from both Alan and I. Number two, movie I actually saw quite recently, Jersey Boys, mm-hmm. directed mm-hmm. by Clint Eastwood. Um, it follows fun you know, musical. Yeah, it, it follows around Frankie Valley and you know how the Four Seasons kind of got their start and just you know I never knew like how I guess tough his life was kind of his upbringing and what he did for his friends and stuff like that. And I almost feel like them adapting it to song yeah. took a, like it, it helped ease the pain of how horrible his life yeah. or his upbringing was. If you tell it through song, it's almost like perseverance. Yeah. So good for him for telling that through a musical. It's really good. And then like you find a story where it's, where it kind of can't take my eyes off you kind of comes into play. It was like a heart wrenching story what happened to him and it was just such a good film I, I suggest everyone check it out jersey boys our number two and you're gonna laugh and i'm sure there's gonna be a couple people out there that are gonna hear this and laugh i watched this movie growing up more than any other movie besides probably the power rangers movie wow selena i, I saw that in grade school yeah wow i used to jennifer uh, lopez this is a true story yep i used to watch that movie on the phone with my friend chris wow uh, the two of us would sit and watch the movie on at the same time and talk on the phone during it. I used to love that movie. The Washing Machine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anything I, dude, for Selena. I don't think I've seen that since grade school. It was a, it's a really it was, fun I, movie. I remember I enjoyed it. Really fun yeah. movie. Um, the guy who plays Chris, her boyfriend in that, is <clears throat> everywhere yeah. um, now. He, he really blew up since that role. Obviously, Jennifer Lopez of is course. Jennifer Lopez. Uh, I like the story of Selena. I dig Selena's music. Tragic end. Yep, tragic end. I love the story. Both of us agree that is my number two and Alan's number two. We do have different number ones, though. My number one, no surprise for anyone who knows me. It's The Doors, directed by Oliver Stone. Obviously, Val Kilmer plays Jim Morrison, I think, one of his best films. Um, Besides that, when he was in Tombstone, I consider that one of his better films also. But one thing that I I was amazed at, Val Kilmer does his own singing. Like mm-hmm. every time you see him, that's him. The surviving Doors members at the time was Robbie Krieger, Raymond Zarek, and John Densmore. They couldn't tell the difference when they just heard him singing and and Jim Morrison singing. They couldn't tell the difference. That's how good it was. Wow. I mean, yeah, they, the movie kind of shows Jim Morrison his like yeah his start, but kind of more like his wild, crazy stories. Like a lot of people said it didn't like get his heart. So like the members really didn't like the movie. But for what I what I was shown. I enjoyed very much. Alan's number one uh, is, let's see, I have it here. I think it's, yeah. His number one is The Jacksons, An American Dream. Mm. So he's doing a biopic about Michael Jackson and Jackson Mm. 5, The Jackson Family. I've never seen it either, so I can't comment Mm. uh, any further. My number one would be Love and Mercy, the uh, biopic starring John Cusack about Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. 
and his dep- oh, his okay. battle with depression. Mm-hmm. He was uh, prescribed a 24-hour psychiatric physician who was jipping him, yeah. basically over-prescribing him, misdiagnosing him for years and years and years. His struggle with mental illness, and it's affected him even now in his life. It is a wonderful film. Um and it's even goes on how crazy Brian Wilson, how fast they wrote pet sounds and all the yeah. wonderful beach boy stuff and how they were just cranking them out. Makes me want to watch it again right now. Just talking about it, but that is it. I couldn't put that thing you do on there because they're not a real band. Yeah. They're, they're a fake band. <laughs> hey man, they're not fake. They're just, they're not real. It was a monster hunter film announced starring Mila Jovovich and being directed by resident evils, Paul W.S. Anderson that will begin production this September. Oh, her husband. Oh really? Yeah. No shit. Yep. So all like the Resident Evil, it's always been her husband and wife kind of doing their thing. Oh, that makes I sense. I mean, she, she's a badass. Yeah. You, you, you got to give her that. So, hey, they're sticking together. Zombieland 2 has been teased by their writers for a 2019 release with the original cast. And after, like, it's been so many years since the first Zombieland. Like, I, I'm pretty sure both of us thought this movie was dead in the water. Yeah, and so, I like that movie. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it was. Tallahassee. Yeah. Eh? Twinkies still making yep. it through the apocalypse. Uh, really good, actually. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg, his first Pro- role that his, I loved. Yeah, probably his best film he ever made. Social I really like the first Now You See Me, and I love the Social Network. Yeah, it's nice thing it was okay. Two, I thought two was like I don't know, I was like let down. I, I hated it. Yeah, I, hated I was let down. There was a Netflix movie that just came out called Cargo. It's that show where the the guy's wife gets turned into a zombie, and he's got forty eight hours to try and save oh, okay, her. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It stars one of the guys from uh, like all those. Um, like at World's End and, and Hot Simon Fuzz. Peg. Thank you. All those Simon Pegg films. Cargo has a great concept with a powerful undercurrent of suspense and some intriguing new ideas for the zombie genre. But the film's execution frequently fails to live up to its promise, and Martin Freeman's charming acting style sometimes downplays the overwhelming intensity of his story. It's an interesting, sometimes moving post-apocalyptic. I always mess that up. Post-apocalyptic thriller. But it's just not quite thrilling enough to get away with all of its ambitions. Small in scale, but big on uh, on suspense. On paper, Cargo has a lot going for it, but it doesn't fully execute. It is not a point five or a point oh. Six point two. Six point seven. Damn. You've been uh, I've, on I've been the dancing. Ball I've been lately. dancing. Right there. Black Panther star Lupita Nyong'o will feature in the Jordan Peele film Us. That horror movie we or that that new movie next we one. just okay. talked about last week. Yeah, she's a good actress. Uh, Fast and Furious spinoff will actually be a buddy movie between Deckard and Hobbs characters, akin to the '80s, '90s yeah. cop buddy dramas. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I mean, I, I, I well, I like Statham. I like yeah. The Rock. Sure. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of The Rock's Rampage. I feel like so far that's that was his, his weakest. Yeah, that's come besides like the, the Scorpion Tooth King. Tooth Fairy has Tooth Fairy has charming. Moments. It's charming. But I mean, uh, this movie is going to make a boatload. It, it is, and um, it's going to make seven, eight hundred million. Oh God! Consider the last Fast and Furious made yep. over a million, and I'm just wondering where million, this yeah. is going to fall when they do the next Fast and the Furious. Are they, is this going to be released first before the next Fast and the Furious? Allegedly. So allegedly, they got my money. I made you watch a trailer before you came yeah. on the air today. The Happy Time Murders. It's an adult Muppets movie from the director of all those yep. awesome Muppets movies. It's it's it was so, it was so out of left field. Melissa, it's, it reminds me of Sausage Fest. How you think it's yeah, this innocent exactly. film that turns into this adult film? It. I, I didn't know what to expect going in, and yep. it I, I'm still, like, shocked. It's, like, Mo- it's, it's Melissa McCarthy walking around New York with Muppets, and everybody's having a fun time, and Sesame Street, and Muppets. A rated R, I, and, I, I imagine. Definitely. And then it says, 
now it's going to show you when kids aren't around. And then it goes to the scene of this cracked out Muppet going, 50 cents, I'll suck you, whatever. Yeah. And it's, and they it, actually say the words. It's a, it's, yeah, I'm they, not going to repeat that here. And, it, and it's, it's definitely another raunchy comedy from Melissa McCarthy. It, it looks funny. It does look funny. I was cracking up all it, four, three or four times I watched it. I mean, if you like watched Muppets when you were younger, like to see this, like it's such a twist on it. Like you almost, mm-hmm. I think you have to see this it. This is for people that grew up on the Muppets exactly. and want to see yeah. it in a different way. Yeah. hundred percent. This is uh the mule. It's a Clint Eastwood movie. He's going to star as an 80 year old drug runner opposite Bradley Cooper. Does not have a release date yet. Shit, Interest oh, you? Clint Eastwood's older than 80. So he's for him. <laughs> listen, he's killing the game at 80 years old. I mean, God bless you for still being, uh, Still being like not wanting to just go off no, like he, Thanos he, and just sit and he, in the and sun. He, he's always hustled. He's never stopped to smell the roses. That's, I mean, listen, more power to you. But uh, let we have our top ten in the box office this week. My screenshot captured twenty five. Number twenty five is the Rider at two hundred twenty one thousand. But the top ten falling or raising up from number fifteen to number ten is RBG at one point one million dollars. Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> number nine, falling from number seven, still in theaters at $2 million, is Black Panther. That's hanging on. It's now on Blu-ray, yeah, so that's probably going to fall off. Yeah. Crazy that it's still in theaters. Number eight, falling from number six, is Tully at $2.2 million. Number seven, falling from number five, is Rampage at $3.4 million. Number six, falling from number four, is uh, I Feel Pretty at $3.8 million. Number five, falling from number three, is A Quiet Place at six point four. Still doing okay. Yeah. Number four, falling from number two, is Overboard at $9.8 million. New to the list at number three is Breaking In at seventeen point six. I believe that's Gabrielle Union, and she is yeah. a fantastic, fantastic yeah. person. Yeah. Uh, number two, new to the list at $17.8 million is Life of the Party. And staying at number one is Avengers Infinity War at only $62 million. Oh, I was expecting they're another hundred million dollar weekend. One point six billion, I think, worldwide. <clears throat> I was expecting another hundred hundred million dollar weekend because it's done now. Yeah, Deadpool I, I, is yeah, taking. Deadpool it over. has to take it. It like already yeah. did. Um, so I mean, with a huge Thursday night, it's that's kind of where we're at, I guess. Um, this week coming out, I lost my page, so just hang on with me one second <clears throat> while I fill this up, and we end the show with the TV section. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I think the Han Solo is the following week. It is Paradox, Solo, a Star Wars story. This mm. is the May 25th. Okay, okay. Um, so, what's that? Next it's Friday. It's this week, yeah. Coming up this Friday is Solo, Future World, Mary Shelley, which that sucks that they're putting out a Mary Shelley movie yep. like that. In Darkness, which is starring, um, the hell's her name? Natalie Dormer from Game mm, of Thrones, okay, yeah. right? Um, yeah, that's coming out. Uh, Ibiza, which looks like a girl comedy. And that's it. And then there's like, dude, if you would have pushed Deadpool off one more week, that would have been awesome because there's nothing coming out the next couple weeks. The next movie I want to see is Won't You Be My Neighbor on June 8th, Mr. Rogers documentary. I'd want to see that in theaters. I'd pay money to see that. I'm a big documentary guy. I'd love to see that. In the TV space, the Gotham showrunner Bruno Heller is developing a show about Alfred which is going to be on epics. It's going to be 10 episodes and it's going to be his origins as a British SAD soldier. I mean, it seems now like every show is getting its own different spinoff. Yeah. I mean, hey, I always like Alfred. I never knew I wanted to see a, a prequel. I don't even know what Epex is. Like Epics. 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 <laughs> I, I don't even know what it is. It's just a normal cable network. Nothing special oh, about it. As long as it's free, I don't have to pay it, for nothing else. It hosted the uh, NHL Road to the Winter Classics after HBO ditched it. 
Epics picked it up for like a documentary okay. series, Road to the Winter. It Classic, just sucks but. because like I like the I like Sean Pertwee who's playing Alfred on Gotham. So now it's like okay, now I have to get a new guy playing Alfred. You know, do so. we though? Is it is it definitely well? Be a new if guy? it says his origin, I doubt it. Uh, Sean Pertwee is like a, an older guy. He's like in his forties, fifties. So mm-hmm. I can't see him being in, in that one. The Gotham season four finale. We have the uh, review of that. A whirlwind of the show's. Usual intensity went down, staging a lawless free-for-all in Season 5, but the true stakes sort of melted away once it became clear this episode was actually just mostly set up for next season. In Gotham Season 4 finale, Rej al, Ghul's plotted the city, Rej al Ghul plotted the city's destruction in order for Bruce to fulfill his destiny. 7.0. Yeah, that's, that's it's about right. It's, you watched the yeah, Gotham Season and it now? was kind of like I cut, we were watching it with Toby, and I was like, watch, every villain's going to be in it. I think almost every villain was still in it. I well, it's love- been renewed for a fifth and final. I do love how Scarecrow looks in mm-hmm. this TV. I think it's the best he's ever looked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm kind of glad they they they're getting one kind of like a good like a send off. They're gonna like sure. don't just end the show on a cliffhanger. Get to tell your story. Give the writers 10, 13 episodes, whatever they give you. Mm-hmm. Tell us a good story. You know they can't actually use the name the Joker for this TV show, and they can't actually use all green hair because that has actually been reserved for film. Yeah. They cannot I, use that in I TV. I still think that's stupid. Like, we it hurts. Can, dude, we can separate TV from movies. Stop. We're, we're not kids. Like, exactly. we can separate. Don't give us, like, red hair now. Like, come on. Yeah, I think they're going purple, too. They're yeah, red well, and then purple I don't for next I, I don't. I don't like that show. We can, we can separate. If you, if you freaking did the Flash TV show and, and the Flash was just in Justice League, it was fine. Yeah, sure was. And two different actors. Yeah. Two different Flashes. Yeah, guess what? Agree. We lived. Bat- <laughs> Batwoman is coming to the next CW crossover, which is cool. Yeah, that's that's kind of cool. I, I Batwoman does not have her own show. She probably will now. Well, I doubt she'll have her own show. But you don't think? No, you I, don't think that's the next one up. I mean, I, I think the CW has so many DC shows. I don't think but they want Gotham's. Help. Well, Gotham's on Fox, Fox so but. I don't think they need another one. But I, I still think it's cool. Even Stephen Mills like, I can't wait till next year to fight alongside Batwoman. So I thought that was pretty. cool. Yeah, I remember it's something he, different. Yeah, we he, never saw Bat Batwoman live action. I think he like tweeted that out, right? Yeah, uh, the season six uh, finale of Arrow wrapped up all these shows just wrapped up uh the season six finale this year's arrow finale may not reach the heights of season five but it is still a strong end cap to a season that took far too long to find its footing it helps that the episode bucked the usual finale conventions in some way and focused as much on ollie's prolonged goodbye as it did the final battle with diaz all signs point to season seven delivering a better and more engaging status quo hopefully it lives up to the promise season six ended strong thanks to an episode that focused on emotion over spectacle 8.6. 8.6. Man, I was going to say around 885. It, it was a pretty good wrap up. Um, it looks like they're setting up possibly the Supermax storyline. I won't say anything more if you didn't see it. But no it, it was good. Is. It was good. I'm still on episode three of season one. Okay. You have a lot, you have a lot to watch. Yeah, well, I'm, I don't know if I'm, uh, I'm going to finish it. I got, <laughs> hey, Greg, I don't it's, think you were finishing anyway. So. <laughs> that, that ain't news to me. Daredevil Season 3 is rumored to have Bullseye as the main villain with Wilson Bethel in the role. It's from that goddamn hashtag show yeah. again. I'm not familiar with the actor, but it was I think it was long rumored that Bullseye was like almost had to be the villain for Season 3, so I'm super hyped. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's more Daredevil. What's the not the love? Exactly, and it's coming quick. That show, the hit show, 13 Seasons Why, back for season two. It just came out on Netflix. My wife's already on like episode three. Um, <laughs> that's like, 
to her, that's our, they're her Marvel. She she likes yeah. the, the 13 Reasons Why, yeah. They were going to do uh, a premiere last night in Texas, but unfortunately that shooting happened in Texas. Uh, God with those uh, with those victims. J.J. Watt of the Houston Texans is actually paying for all the funerals of the, those affected. And, and, so. and I think it was last year, he raised, I think, over like $65 million. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. It started off on Instagram. He would release updates Dude, I, and videos. And like, because he, he was on um, Sebastian Maniscalco's podcast and yeah. kind of t- talk about what he did like that. That guy deserves like an award. He deserves something. He's a humanitarian yeah. amongst all that, others, man. He's a god among was, men was awesome. when it comes to charities and giving yeah. back. So kudos to you. But 13 Reasons Why Season 2 is out. We have the review. The prospect of a second season of 13 Reasons Why was iffy from the start, and Season 2 never quite succeeds in justifying its own existence. It remains a well-acted and generally gripping addition to Netflix's library. It even brings an added measure of closure to Season 1's open-ended conclusion. But at the same time, it needlessly complicates the original story and struggles to balance the many parallels between the characters and storylines at play. It's an unfortunate reminder that more isn't always better on a small screen. Season 2 delivers compelling drama but fails to live up to the standard of the original. Ooh, 6.0? 6.7. So right. better than yeah. the words. The uh. score is better than the words. <clears throat> but I would not have guessed that uh, to be that type of review, but whatever. Michael Jordan is getting a 10-part documentary series on Netflix in 2019 called The Last Dance. It's actually going to be directed by Jason Hahir, which did the Andre the Giant. Oh, he did an amazing job with that. Amazing and job. And I'm definitely be watching this one. Oh, yeah. This is a day one release, at least for part one. I love Easy. documentaries. Ten parts yeah. on Michael Jordan. And- Oh, yeah. He did a drug PSA once on behalf of McDonald's. It's the funniest thing you'll ever watch. This is Michael Jordan. On behalf of McDonald's, they gave me the time to talk to you today about drugs. Don't do drugs. If you're doing drugs, stop. (laughs) It's the funniest thing. It's so 80s, but whatever. Good for everybody. Netflix plans to release 1,000 pieces of original content this year. There are still 470 Programs scheduled to be released this year. Dude, Still, what there's the so much, hell? There's, there's so much stuff. Dude, is there, dude, my brain will blow up. Is there a website? I'm sure there is. Dedicated to what's coming to Netflix today. I, honestly, I think there's just too much shit coming that be- they, they wouldn't know what to write. We find things like Safe, right? Safe, I found out about Safe five days before it was coming yeah. out. And it turned out to be the best show I've seen so far this year. So, like, I'm so like, what the hell is coming to Netflix? Because things happen on Netflix and, and then they, and then think- they hit... And they catch fire like no. that uh, American Vandals last yeah. year, like um, Pure Genius this year. Mm-hmm. Now, documentary count stand up specials too. Everything. Okay. Any, I was gonna any say, piece it of seems original. like every time I look, there's like five more comedy yeah. specials. Any piece of original content will okay. count here. Lost in Space, you loved it, mm-hmm. has been renewed for season two. Hell yeah, I'm excited for that. It's I'm makes just, me want to watch season one. To me, it was worth it because if it didn't get canceled, I'd be kind of I'd be pissed because it ends on like such a good cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you, God, for paying this forward. Guillermo del Toro has pre- uh, presents 10 After Midnight. That's the whole series. Guillermo del Toro presents 10 After Midnight. It is coming to Netflix. This is Netflix's first original anthology horror series, which is cool because there's not a lot of original horror on no, Netflix there's, outside there's of crap. I mean, movies. obviously, the horror is not for me, but if you're going to have someone kind of... I like horror shows more than I like horror movies. I like horror shows. American Horror Story Season 1, Death House yeah, was and, really and, and good. I never got into that. It was really good. The rest of the seasons can piss off i don't care about those but i think the first season was really really good uh agents of shield has been renewed for a shortened season six in the summer of 2019 there goes your prediction well i was gonna say because the the season finale was was yesterday was last night 
Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s finale delivered some really powerful moments. It'll be a shame to see a lot of them come undone when the series returns post-Avengers 4. Mm. But now, the end stands as a fitting temporary end. In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5 finale, Coulson's team raced to stop Graviton. Graviton? Yeah. Uh, from destroying the planet. 8.6. Yeah, I mean, t- it, it looked to be a good payoff through the end of the you season. You watched it? Well, I didn't want to watch it today. Okay. Because we were seeing Deadpool, so I couldn't see it. Right. Um... Oh, it's a Friday night show. Yeah. And to me, I, I guess I see their point. It is Disney. They ha- have millions of dollars with all the money they made off Avengers because they mention Infinity Wars in, mm-hmm. in la- at least last week's episode. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. I, to have a show five seasons and to get it, I think it's 12 <laughs> or 13 episodes next season, which is half of their normal run. Give them a little payoff. I guess it deserves Let it. Let it end on its own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Any Which show that nice. you can that can do that is better than just yeah. canceling. There was a supernatural spinoff show called Wayward Sisters. Unfortunately, it did not get picked up by any networks. Yeah, I, I never watched the show. <clears throat> I mean, to supernatural. Me, no, no, the, the Wayward Sisters. Well, it didn't get picked up, so you can't. It didn't get picked up by any network. Oh, oh yeah, I, I like thought, the pilot because oh, their their pilot was a backdoor right. from Supernatural. Exactly. Because to me, Supernatural it 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 has its. It's cult following, like it's three, two million viewers a week. Like, but if you're barely like living there, how did you think a spinoff was going to work? Sure, you know, sure. Lethal Weapon replaces the fired Clayne Crawford with Sean William Scott for season three. I mean, I did. I read a lot of actually news reports of why he got fired. Like, it was just an unsafe yep. work environment. Even Damon Wayne's got hit in the back of the head yeah. with shrapnel. Yeah, we talked about it last week. And Sean William Scott. I mean, I haven't like, heard him I, in a while. I still have to see his <clears throat> hockey movie. Goons and I saw the Goon, first one. I did not too. see the second. I have to say because I heard. I did I heard like the, Goon. I heard the first one was really good. It's raunchy. It's got a lot of foul language and, and a lot. And the of, second's was, directed by Jay Baruchel. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I think the first one. Was I think too. the first one. I think he wrote it. Okay, he definitely's in it. Mm-hmm. I know that. I like the first one. Cobra Kai has the highest ever ratings for a YouTube Red original. Yeah, because it's no probably, shit. It's the biggest show probably <laughs> on the network. Oh, okay, but there's I, a Logan Paul show on there. There's a Veronica Mars spinoff yeah. on there. And, and and I heard really good things about this Cobra Kai. So I I, I gotta really watch good. it. I gotta watch it. It is really good. The first two episodes are still available for free. Uh, CBS wants to continue the Big Bang Theory past season twelve. Give of course, because their viewers are they're still killing it. Like yeah. they're really are like, I still can't believe it's a young shame. Sheldon's on, but it's a shame that goes towards your theory of as long as it's making money, it'll continue. But that's like yeah. opposite. My theory of stop. I when know, you have I, a good I, thing. Just stop. I it. hear you. But and then each act, why are they going to stop? They're getting like 1.5 million an episode because I would rather have the show end in a positive note than go down the dumps because of a money grab. I would rather let it run in but, syndication but the writing, and make money from syndication. The episodes. I don't, I don't watch it religiously, but when I do watch it, I am laughing. It is entertaining. If it's on in the background, I'll tolerate yeah. it. Yeah, okay. For sure. I'm not going to go search it out. We have 37 on our DVR yeah. right now, not even being sarcastic. She likes the show and she'll watch it all at once. That's a Parks and Rec for me. Yeah. I like Parks and Rec, that kind of comedy, the drier comedy, as opposed to like the nerd comedy. Uh, One Punch Man is heading to Viz Media for season two, like years later. I don't, yeah, I, don't know. I, I Machi's been the one trying to get me. He said the show's banging. He's like, you got to yep. watch it. A lot I of just, people love it. i just been slacking. Multiple sources are pointing to Amazon's Lord of the Rings series focusing on the adventures of a young Aragon. Aragorn? Aragon. Aragon. I think you just spelled it wrong. Because well, to me, Aragon, that's – what's his name? That's Viggo Mortensen's character. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking it is. I mean, he technically, he is the king like in, in Lord of the Rings. So I, I would like to see kind of how he got started. I mean, I'm going to watch this show anyway because, because I love Lord of the Rings. Because I've never seen Lord of the Rings and don't know anything about it. Can I equate Aragon to the uh, Baratheon? 
the king, the Baratheon. Yeah, but he's so much different than than Aragorn. Because Aragorn, like, you, you have to watch them movies. I can't believe you haven't seen Lord of the Rings. I have them in this know, bucket right here, dude. You you have to watch them. If man. I have twelve free hours, I'll but, watch them. But if <clears throat> if I was you, you'd start with the Hobbit. We already it, talked about this on the show. I, I'm just saying, and I already said no. it, it, it makes sense. Uh, 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 no way. Uh, All right, uh, not happening. Uh, Jordan Peele is starting a show called The Hunt. It's a Nazi hunting show. Let me give you a little bit more oh, background wow. on it. Yeah, I was confused at, at this as well as to why this is a thing, but I'll give you just a little bit of background in just a second here. The man stays busy. I'll give him that. Yeah. Get Out director Jordan Peele is developing a Nazi Nazi hunting series for Amazon Studios. Amazon has given a 10-episode direct-to-series order for The Hunt, which centers on a diverse group of Nazi hunters living in 1977 New York City. After discovering hundreds of high-ranking Nazi officials are secretly conspiring to create a Fourth Reich in the United States, the hunters go on a vengeful quest to take down the Nazis. Wow. I loved Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, it's one same, of my favorite same. movies of the last 10, 15 years. I loved it. Yeah. This I can see interest. Yeah, it, I can I, totally I can, see I can interest. I definitely see the interest, but you said it was Amazon? Amazon. Amazon does well with like I'm The Handmaid's just, Tale. I, I'm just They're rarely on Amazon's network. I'm, I'm usually, on it all the time. Yeah, Supermarket Sweep is on there. Psych yeah. just came back yeah. to it. All or Nothing featuring the Dallas Cowboys, LA Rams, yeah. and Arizona Cardinals, Michigan Wolverines. I'm into the, the Amazon Prime. Yeah. I'm just I never just, there. Yeah. I love it. I Again, I can see myself watching this. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. I Zombie is to end after season five, not getting canceled. Yeah. They're just going to end the show, which I appreciate. In season like five seasons, that's a great, that's a nice run for a show for a zombie show too. And what I hear, like the show is actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. And I listen. If it was, if I cared about the zombie genre still, yeah, even I'll, though it's I'll, a different take yeah, on it, yeah. I would watch it. I just, I won't. Entertainment Weekly reports that the Thundercats are coming back to Cartoon Network in 2019 with Thundercats Roar. Yeah. If the animation was true <laughs> that what I saw, it looks like garbage. If it's, oh, yeah. It, it, Did you see the poster? It's, it's, it's the Teen Titans Go. It's the same yep. shit. It's you, an awesome show. And They're you, child. Just kiddies. It's like, I, I don't want no part of it. I agree. Mark Summers just put on his Instagram, like, an hour yeah. ago, that if you want any details on the Double Dare reboot, they're happening this week. And that's and that, that to me, Mark Summers is coming back. I love Mark awesome. Summers. Um, I, I, Mark, will watch, I will watch it. If you're listening to this, I have three emails out to you to come on the show. I'd really appreciate it. Oh my god, that would be the biggest honor. I would appreciate an answer. We would love to have you, you on the you show. You were like a second dad. If anybody out there wants Mark Summers on the show, please, uh, he has a link to his website on his Twitter page. Or his Instagram page. I think it's like therealmarksummers.com or something like that. That would be awesome. At the awesome. bottom, it has a contact page. Just put we, in there, hey. We're trying. <laughs> w- would you please go on We Podcast? We know things yeah. are trying to get you on. We'd love to have you. That would be amazing. Yeah. It would be an honor to have Mark Summers on the show. Uh, we actually uh, just found, as we're scrolling through, Sam and I actually had to pause the show because we saw something in our Instagram DMs that was like the coolest thing. So uh, on the Instagram, at We Podcast and We Know Things, we just got a DM from the Lumberyard our idols over at the Lumberyard, yep. Ace Enders from the early November, Nick Brzezzi of Man Overboard, Dom from Vent. Those dudes just put us in their Instagram story with a picture of the mug that we gave them with a shout out to the show and a link to our episode. So, Which was them. awesome. And they're just reminding everyone, hey, they're, you know, go back, check the episodes that we did with them. And I think one of the reasons it kind of came up is Ace Enders is kind of doing his own little solo thing now. He started up a Patreon page. Yep. I, I'm, I'm a patron. I'm doing $15. I'm and doing three. Yeah, so I get the records early. You get the records, you get songs, and then like sometimes you get like a 
you get a partial credit for the song or something like that. So it's pretty cool. Check out Ace Ender's Patreon page. Yeah, and our episode with those dudes at the Lumberyard, we were lucky enough to go there and do a live interview with those guys at their recording studio. And thank you so much for putting us in your story. Like we really, really appreciate that. It is an honor to to be shouted out by you guys. And it was a hell of a fun interview. Our last story of the day, Stan Lee is suing Powell for $1 billion, but Powell responded yesterday saying that the lawsuit is preposterous and Lee knew what he was signing. Oh, I'm sure this is going to be a nice back and forth. I uh, hope we never have to talk about it again. Yeah, I mean, I hope it gets resolved, kind of just whatever. Write someone a check, that's it. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Lee filed the lawsuit in the Los Angeles County Superior Court on Tuesday. The comic legend claims that the company which he co-founded stole his name and likeness to sell them to a Chinese company, a deal in which he says the terms were not disclosed to him. Mm. They say he knew what he was signing. We will yeah, see how this yeah. unfolds, if it unfolds. Because usually this could tend to get ugly. A billion dollars yeah. is a lot. I would expect a settlement in some case, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Time for the pick of the week. So I went with another DC animated movie, which I watched three times in a week. Damn. Batman Ninja. Yeah. It was, to me, I absolutely loved it. It was, it was so different than what DC releases. We never got like a anime feel japan batman and all his rogues and nightwing and everyone it, it was so different and visually i was like i was almost like mind blown of like the first time i watched because i was just so not used to seeing batman like this like i know my my buddy toby he absolutely hated it but he, he doesn't really like anime like that so i didn't think that he would like it and you know you had tara strong back as as harley quinn I think I would have definitely liked it more if Hamill was somehow back as a Joker. Because it's just his laugh. His laugh, to me, that is the Joker. Who, do you know who voices the Joker in this one? This one, though. No, it, it, it's the guy. He did the voice of, like, they did, like, the, they did, like three animated, like, Animal Instincts. and mm-hmm. So he, he voiced Batman three other times um, in, like, the Mutant New Mechs or something like that. But I thought he did a, he did a good job. Um, it was 85 minutes long. It felt like an, like an actual, like, you went to the theater movies. I absolutely loved it. I, I I give credit to DC for trying something new, and most of the fans absolutely loved it. Critics loved it. I think it's worth a watch. It is a critical success. It is um, definitely different. Something I'm interested in. If you have the Blu-ray, Sam, I'd love to borrow. All right, next time, next yeah, time, I'll bring it on. Uh, My pick of the week is 88 Heroes, 98 Heroes Edition on the Nintendo Switch. It uh, is a game I've wanted since the day it came out, but yesterday it went on sale. Uh, for 50% off. So right now it's on 50% off on the Nintendo eShop. I had to pick it up. I played it for about two hours. Um, it is so fun. Everything is in the eights. It's eight, it's 1988 at 8.88 p.m. It's like really weird stuff. Um, an alien named the Hate 8 or something comes to the planet, comes to this planet, and you have 88 minutes to kill him basically. Uh, That's weird. And, That's and there's a, 88 different heroes, and anytime you die, that hero is gone forever, and you get a new hero. There's like... A guy with a basketball. There's giant. There's gigantic man with a little dude in his hand that actually does the shooting. There's an armadillo. There's uh, sounds very weird. There's Rick Ross, the <laughs> wow. guy, and he shoots out hearts. He goes, "I'm never gonna give you up." As he's shooting hearts, it's a fun little indie game. It's fifty percent off right now. It's got a lot of staying power. It's funny. It's charming. You never know what hero you're gonna get next. Uh, 88 Heroes, the 98 Hero Edition on the Nintendo Switch is my pick of the week, but that will do it for episode 91 of the podcast. Thank you all for coming along for this ride. Let us know how you like the format. Leave us the ratings and the reviews in iTunes. It's the most free and easy way to support the show. Leave us the comments on the CastBox app. Download the CastBox app through our Instagram or our Twitter handle. 
uh, subscribe to us there. Subscribe to us on all the the major podcast services, Spotify, TuneIn, wherever you're listening to the show. Remember to hit that follow button or the subscribe button. Leave us the comment. If you'd like to become a Patreon and support the show monetarily, of course, we'd love to have that as well. It's patreon.com slash we podcast. We know things we give away. The mugs, the t-shirts, the shout-outs on the show, the custom top threes. Hell, you can be a guest on the show. Uh, monthly e-cards with our thanks and praise. So thank you to everybody who's done that so far. It's been a dream come true. We uh, we can't wait to have the David Rosales episode drop on Monday. And then we'll see you next week for episode 92. Who would have thought I beat God of War before Greg? <laughs> <laughs>